All right. Episode four, Freedom of Speech with my bestest friend. <laughs> with my friend Melissa. Known her for a while, bartender, blah, 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 all that kind of stuff. So anyways, so you were smoking, huh? <laughs> I had to calm the nerves. She was a little nervous, so she felt she needed some assistance, some herbal assistance. <laughs> yeah, probably wasn't a good di- uh, idea to drink Redline right after that. I always kind of feel, because Vance, when we did it, he he was like, he told me first to smoke, but I... I I mean, I told him he could, but I didn't. I didn't think I should. I mm. feel, I feel like my senses don't even make sense when I'm high, or like I just ramble, or I'm just like full of shit. <laughs> so, oh, you just now? <laughs> only when you smoke. Only when I smoke, bro. <laughs> so I never do it because I always feel. Even yesterday, when we were at that, we were at that party yesterday, and I smoked. I just felt like I, I was just saying a bunch of nonsensical bullshit. But maybe it's just because I'm high that I notice I'm saying nonsensical bullshit, so it's always bullshit, but I just noticed that for the first time because I was high. But everyone else is high, so they probably think it's just as important as you do. Probably. You know, they always show those clips where they're like, dude, do you know that the earth is round? Yeah. And everyone's like, whoa. <laughs> like now it's more about the earth being flat or whatever. Yeah. Which is stupid. But yeah, that's becoming the whole thing. Did you know that, uh, I saw that on, uh, actually I heard it on a podcast too, that, uh, that B.O.B., you know who B.O.B. is, right? The rapper? Mm, no. You know who he is. To rap music. But you know who he is. I mean, or you've heard his songs before, but anyways, he's sing, like, he's, one. he's like starting that airplane song with, uh. The G6 song? No. Oh. No. <laughs> the one with, uh, What's Her Face from Paramore. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Um, it doesn't matter. Okay, this is irrelevant. <laughs> His music's not gonna come into this at all. But he started a, a GoFundMe or something for a million dollars because he's uh he calls himself now Flat Earth Bob because he believes the Earth is flat. So he he started a GoFundMe or some sort of GoFundMe type thing to raise a million dollars to send their own satellite into space so that they can prove. That the Earth is flat. Are you serious? Yeah, he's How like. How much money does he have? I don't. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. I I didn't look it up, but yeah, apparently that's what he's doing, because he wants to prove once and for all that the Earth is flat or whatever. That's so stupid. Yeah. Even though, I mean, I would understand if, you know, it just doesn't make sense. No. Yeah. Well, don't you think by now. Someone would have reached the edge if it was flat. There's, if you, I mean, I've never watched them because to me it was, it was just always stupid. But supposedly, if you watch, you know, let's say you go to YouTube and you look up a diehard believer of the Earth is flat, mm. that supposedly they explain how we don't reach the edge. For some, for whatever reason, we don't reach the edge. I don't know. Apparently, instead of going around the globe like this, Basically, when you fly around the globe, you're going like this mm-hmm. instead of like this, but that the earth is flat. Okay, but no, I'm not talking about flying. I'm talking about in boats. You can't go around in a circle like that in a boat. Well, either way, to me, it's, it's it doesn't, it doesn't, you're right in the sense that they've discovered everything, you know, but the edge. You know yeah. what I mean? 
<laughs> you know, Col- that bitch ass Columbus would have fucking fell off instead of finding us. You know, why not? Why? Like, I don't see how nobody, not even one person has ever ventured off. Yeah. And fallen off the edge. Yeah. And it's explain- like, there's no way to explain uh, time zones or uh, days or uh, um, like um, like where, the sun's orbit and yeah, shit, or half, us our orbit around the sun. How half half of the world is at nighttime while we're there's no way to explain that if the Earth is fucking flat. Well, that's a that's what I'm saying. Just like the one about us going through, they suppo- they have a supposed explanation for all this shit. Like I said, I haven't I haven't read into it because I just think it's stupid. But um, because even pilots, like you don't even have to go into space if you go high enough, like flying in the sky. You can see the curvature of yeah. the Earth. And um, speaking of curvature, taking uh, physics, and right now we're talking about there's a certain kind of uh, force. And I, for, I, for, uh, I forget what it's called. But basically it's the equation to account for the curvature of the Earth. You wouldn't need that. as Like, for example, shooting a cannon or a bullet far distances. Um, you wouldn't need that equation. Uh, snipers wouldn't need those equations if the Earth was flat. Yeah, that's that's out of my league. I have no idea. (laughs) But you brought up Columbus, and it reminded me that uh, the other day I saw a video on um, Facebook, and I'm pretty sure a lot of people have seen this. But it's uh, for Adam ruins everything, and he um, basically comes in, and they make up like a Wanda from the Magic School Bus and the little crew, but their own version. And he comes in and disproves how like Columbus was a terrible person. He was a piece of shit. Yeah. Yeah. He didn't even find America. He found like some sort of South America, some of the islands. Yeah, out there. he found like he he landed on one of the the like Gulf Islands, I think. Yeah, or something like that. Like uh, yeah, and he came in and basically like used people, killed people, and claimed that it was his, even though there was tons of people already living there. Wait, like actual settlers or indigenous like native, people? Yeah, indigenous people. Yeah, well, I, re- I knew about that. Yeah, he's, uh, that he shouldn't really even be celebrated as a holiday and shit. Yeah. Because he's, he was, he just did massive genocide on on, on all these people. He just killed every like, I mean, I'm not going to say he killed everybody, but he killed, he was responsible for a lot of fucked up things. Yeah, and the only reason that he uh, is even remembered today as like a hero is because they made up that poem that Columbus sailed the ocean blue, blah, blah, blah. And it wasn't him or anyone that knew him that actually created that. It was some guy, he wanted to sell books. And so he created this story about Columbus, and it sold a bunch of copies, and that's how Columbus became famous. Yeah. Yeah, but if you try to tell people that now, they'll just try to say you know it's another fucking bullshit thing that they're trying to take away from you know being american or whatever yeah but i mean it's the truth he really was a piece of shit he really didn't do anything good in his life i mean he just sailed the ocean (laughs) (laughs) happened upon an island yeah and i mean i guess yeah he was here in out of well out of the european countries i guess he was here first but i mean he was just a straight up asshole yeah, I'm. Excuse me. I'm starting to believe that the only way people succeed ever is by stealing it from someone else. Like, because uh, I was thinking about founders the other day and how McDonald's Corporation stole it from those two guys, and yeah. I was like, that is one of the biggest corporations in all of the world, and it was stolen. It was yeah. a stolen idea. 
And that must suck too, because after I saw that movie, all I kept thinking was, it must have sucked for for the original McDonald's dudes. Just be, I mean, yeah, they got their what million dollar piece or whatever, but they had to see their their name everywhere. Yeah, and literally become the biggest food chain, fast food chain restaurant ever, and they didn't even want that. Yeah, they wanted to keep it small. Yeah. And besides their million dollars, they were supposed to get. Um, a percentage each year of the profits that they never got. Yeah, because they shook on it and yeah. they 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 knew that he wasn't going to uphold it. But they were like to this day going to be making like billions of dollars, yeah. like in you know money from that every yeah. year. It's like royalties or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, but that's how it is. That's that's how. I mean, I'm not going to say that's how everyone or everything is, but I mean. People won't. People won't stop. They like it's like their morals go out the window when it comes to making money or fame and fortune. Getting yeah, getting their name out there or, or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. So far as to say, you know, supposedly so many people sell their souls. I guess you could say. Uh, I. <laughs> speaking of selling their souls, I made the joke the other day that the Astros sold their soul because they're doing so good this year. Yeah. I don't know about that. <laughs> That's too many people. I mean, I don't think one person could have sold their soul for that. No, but those some of the plays that they're making are crazy. It's it's been pretty. The games have been pretty intense. Yeah. Sometimes you go through a bunch of boring series, but surprisingly, they, their series have been pretty decent. Yeah, especially the past few, um, the Red Sox and then now the Yankees that they've been playing since they are, I guess, playoffs, and so they're harder teams to beat. The games are closer yeah. in scoring, and so it kind of keeps you on your toes the whole time. It's cool. Yeah, it'd be pretty crazy if if they go to the World Series and win. Man, if they go to the World Series, you know it's going to be here. Well, yeah, it's going to be both. But Freaking awesome. Especially if they were to go to the World Series and then win here. The World Series isn't just one game? No. Oh, God. It's a seven-game series. No. <laughs> yeah. I'm not prepared for like three days in a row. Yeah, it's a seven-game series. Uh, so it's whoever gets the most wins out of seven games. So they'll do like they're doing now. They'll do yeah. two here, two there. And then I think after two here and then two there, then they do one and one and one. Something like that. I don't know. Don't quote me. I, I don't watch a lot of baseball, apparently, obviously. I mean, the only reason I know that it's going on is because of where I work. But. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, you thought the World Series had one game. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you so you clearly don't know shit. Yeah. <laughs> People come up to me all the time. Yeah, you, you enjoying the game? I'm like, I sure am. I haven't seen working. any of it. Yeah. <laughs> enjoying all the screens. Yeah, I don't see a... People assume that you're just standing there doing nothing. Yeah, watching the game. Yeah. I've been watching it for free. Like, oh, you work at the... You work at Minime? Like, yeah, like, that must be badass. Like, no, not really. <laughs> I just hear people yell, and I'm like, what happened? Yeah. Or, What's happening? Everybody's in my way. I can't even see. Too busy making drinks. So, anyways, I saw this thing where, or actually, I heard it. Did you know that supposedly the reason that we as people are... Uh, afraid of public speaking is because a long time ago like and i mean like way back in the day if you 
how do you say it? If you had to do, if you in any way had to do some sort of public speaking, it was because you were accused of stealing or doing something bad. And mm-hmm. you basically were thrown in front of everybody and you had to explain yourself or explain how it wasn't you or justified or whatever and all this kind of shit. And then that's from doing that since a long time ago that that, I guess, is like engraved in us in some way to where that's why everyone gets so nervous or scared hmm. about public speaking. You know what's really funny? What? Is I heard that same thing earlier. When? When I was in the shower on the podcast. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but no, it is, it is a really valid statement, and I, I thought it was really interesting. Yeah? Because, I mean, I mean, you're right. Having to get up in front of a bunch of people and try to prove your innocence is really nerve-wracking. And... It makes sense that it would, you know, get engraved into us. Just like a lot of other things, you know, your animal instincts kick in whenever you've been, you know, in in the woods for too long or um, out in the wilderness or people get, you know, in a car, you know, you see on the movies, you get on, you know, to an airplane crash and yeah. then you get stuck out on an island, you know, Wilson leaves you. <laughs> so, <laughs> but that it, it all kind of comes back to you. It like all comes from somewhere. Yeah, it's kind of like... um I mean, I know we're not animals, but it's like training an animal. Yeah, you can domesticate them so much, but whenever you leave them to their own defenses, it kind of all comes back and they become very primal again. Yeah. I don't know how, how primal rocket can get, but... Um, <laughs> it can get pretty vicious. But, I mean, that's just that's a crazy thing uh, to think about that somehow, you know... Because, I mean, it's true... I don't know one person that can, can, you know, if it's their first time ever, I don't know one person that can go up and speak in front of a bunch of people and not feel like not be shitting bricks. Yeah. Because everybody, you know, even even like you today coming in to do this, there's nobody here. And technically there's nobody watching or listening right now, but you are still nervous to do it. Yeah. It's just kind of, for whatever reason, just speaking in front of people. Knowing somebody's listening or knowing that multiple people are listening to you, it just freaks everybody out. Yeah. And they feel because some people just can't even do it. Like they're people literally throw up and and it's like the scariest thing in the world to them. Like, oh a roller coaster, that's cool. Oh, skydiving, that's cool. And like, okay, we'll go talk in front of these twenty people and they're like, Fuck that. They might have must have had ancestors that were getting in trouble right. a lot. <laughs> Just passed down in their genes. But um, speaking like talking in front of people is always something that I was never able to do in school, ever. Mm-hmm. I had to take a speaking class, and I hated it. Anytime we had to get up there, I tried to be sick or whatever. <laughs> and um, I when I found out I could take like a speaking class or any sort of speech in college online, that's one of the first things I did because I was like, as long as I don't have to stand up in front of a bunch of people and do it, then I'm fine. Yeah. But what's weird is that whenever I used to sing at church, and I still can't do it to this day, I can get up on a stage and sing in front of a bunch of people. Yeah, I'm a little bit nervous at first, but it, like, immediately goes away once I start. If I was to try to sing in front of, like, two people, there's no way. I think you would have to pay me a lot of money <laughs> to <laughs> to sing in front of just two people or just one person. Because to me... That's you're being more critical, and I can see it on your face because you're right in front of me. Yeah, I guess it with a crowd, you can. It's just a sea of faces. Yeah. So you're kind of just, you know, there's not really one focus point. 
But if I'm singing, or if you're singing and I'm sitting here staring at you, you know I'm the only person here. So you're you're constantly focused on me. Yeah. And what my facial expression is at the moment, because if you're looking, I'm making like, God, what the <laughs> fuck face? And it's like, then you know I'm not approving of your singing skills. Yeah. But I, I mean, I guess that makes sense in a way. Um. But you're, I guess, with music, it's different because when I was in bands, you know, back in the day, I never had really an issue of playing in front of people. But didn't you played drums though, right? So you didn't have to be like front and center. I mean, yeah, I guess, but I mean that that's kind of why I, the first thing I thought of when I first, you know, started playing, I was like, oh, I don't get nervous. Yeah. Well, I go maybe it's because I'm, you know, kind of hiding behind my little like my kit and like <laughs> symbols and shit. Yeah. <laughs> but um. But even then, I mean, because, I mean, we played in all different types of stages. So there were some where I was really elevated. Mm. So, I mean, obviously you could see me. I was I was three feet above everybody else. But it still never bothered me. I mean, obviously, I mean, you're always going to feel anxious or nervous when you first walk out. But after once I sat down, then, you know, I was fine after that. But it could be, too, because you're confident. Like, you know what you're doing when it comes to drums. So, yeah, yeah. walking out there is, is, is you know, nerve-wracking. But once you sit behind your drum set, yeah. it's like, this is where I'm supposed to be. This feels like home. So you feel comfortable. Just like how standing behind a mic, you know, and singing, I was like, I feel comfortable doing this. So this is something I know how to yeah. do. Versus trying to give a speech. And you can trip over your words or forget what you're going to say. Or someone might think your opinions are, you know, stupid. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's the other thing, because if you're giving a speech, a lot of the time it could be, you know, about your views or your opinions on something. Yeah. So, you know, everybody's being critical and judging you based on what you're saying. So I guess that's why there's a different mentality. I mean, but you could argue that people are, are, you know, judging your whatever you're playing also. I mean, if you're playing covers or like how you said singing at church, it's songs that they weren't written by you yeah. or anything like that. You're just covering them as opposed to writing your own stuff. And then you have people in the crowd watching you that have never seen you before, you know, cause that's what I do. Every time I go to a show, you know, I always like, I went to the show and I saw this weak ass band called the price we pay. And, um, uh, their basis was awful. And, uh, you know, that's what I do. I just stand there and I watch them. And then, I mean, I don't mean to be a dick, but if there's a band up there that I don't like, I'm just, you know, yeah. in my head. I mean, I don't walk around and be like, God, these guys suck. You know, I'm, I'm not that guy. But in my head, I will, you know, say, eh, I don't really like it. Or what yeah. you would do differently. Yeah. Just like I told Marshall, shout out to Marshall, <laughs> that, you know, when he started inviting me to his last band, I, and he was like, what do you think? I go, well, do you want me to be honest with you? And he said, yeah. And then, you know. I told him what I thought. I'm not going to say it now, but, you know, I told him what I didn't like about it. He obviously didn't listen. But, um, but I mean, to you know, everybody has different opinions, so it's his band, you know, if he, if he likes the sound or if he likes what he's doing, then that's fine. But, I mean, so I guess you could judge music, but I don't know what it is about. Maybe because of speech, maybe in a band, too, you know that there's people up there with you. Yeah. So if y'all fuck up, you all fuck up, you know. <laughs> it's kind of kind of like when you get in trouble, or when you were young, you got in trouble. If you got in trouble with a friend or a sister or something, 
you you felt more relaxed because okay, it's not just me; it's them too. Yeah. But when you but when it's a speech and you're up there by yourself, you if you start you know stuttering or fucking up, then that's when you count. Damn. And that's then, all on yeah, you. Yeah, it's all you. So you need to walk away. Walk away. Yeah, I don't know. I wasn't ever one for speeches. Of course, I mean, I can talk and I have opinions and stuff, but I just don't really, I, was, I don't know. I couldn't do it. I probably came from a family. But see, me and you are real, um, well, I, I don't know if antisocial would be the right word, but let's say, for example, I'm I'm still I'm still really weird about people even looking at me, if that makes any sense. No, I hate it. <laughs> so that's why it's it's hard for me to to take selfies mm-hmm. or to record myself on, on Snapchat or whatever. I can't do that. And then I'll go through my story and I see people, you know, veining it up, <laughs> like just being vain as fuck, snapping selfies like every, every two point five seconds. Yeah. But I can't do that. I can't even, you know. And you know, it's, with Christy, her main when I had her in here last week, her main thing was she thinks she sounds funny. She sounds like a little boy or whatever she said. <laughs> but um, so she was real. That was the main reason that she was felt really uncomfortable coming in here, not because of actually talking or being filmed or whatever. It was more. Because she was still uncomfortable with the way her voice sounded, mm. which I get because I know for a while, if I would, you know, if there, say there was a Snapchat recorded and I could hear myself through it, like say on a friend's Snapchat or something, I would feel that I sounded weird. Yeah. But it's because you never, you only ever hear yourself speak, you know, not very often do you get caught on audio or, or camera and hear yourself. So hearing it come from somewhere else while you're not speaking, I guess, kind of fucks with you. But, I mean, honestly, with this, I never, I didn't really have a problem with it. It wasn't so much of how I sounded, but just what the way I would word things that bothered me. Because <laughs> I just felt I sounded retarded at times. But, um, but yeah, I mean, I don't, it's, it's a lot of stuff like that is still very awkward for me. And I don't like it. So that's why I, I feel like this is another way for me to, to, not be so to myself yeah and so anti-social and awkward and shit yeah because it's like even yesterday at the party uh my friend jazz came up to me and she's like hey joe's over there and and her her boyfriend's over there and all this shit she's like you should go say what's up and i i know them and i've i've known joe forever and i was like nah i'll go over there in a little bit <laughs> you know for no i mean nothing against him or anything anything like that it was just Especially when I get into a crowded place because there was a lot of people there. I just get real. I have to. It takes me a minute or two to get comfortable. Yeah. Well, that's what I was going to say is that we have to like feel it out for like if someone tries to force us to do something. um, And I say us because I'm the same way. Sooner than we're ready, it becomes an issue like internally. And um then you know you, you externalize that so you put off this bad vibe and then everyone's like ugh you know you're you're downing the party and you know yeah. all kinds of stuff but yeah you kind of like cuz i do that too especially if i only know a few people where i'm going um i feel like i either have to stick to them like glue yeah. because i know i'm not social or i just don't talk to anyone and then people are like oh 
you know, why are you sitting here by yourself? Yeah. Like, it's on purpose. Yeah. <laughs> Clearly. It's to avoid you. Yeah. Um, so you kind of have to survey the whole thing, find where you feel comfortable, and then, you know, branch out from there if you end up branching out at all. Well, I usually don't. If it wasn't for Angel being with me and then him saying, hey, that's Joe, right? And she goes, yeah. And he was like, we should go say what's up. So I was like, fine. Because <laughs> <laughs> y'all both won't leave me alone. So then we finally went over there. Yeah. But, I mean, they were still very, it, it's still, they had to still get it out of me for me to go over there. Because mm. at first I just, no, nah, I just wanted to stand here. But then after, you know, after a while, you know, I got comfortable. And then let's say, you know, like Megan and Karen showed up and then, so I was around more people I knew, then I became more comfortable and it was fine. Yeah. And then I was, that's when I started walking around more and, and all that kind of stuff. But. I used to be real bad. Like, like probably worse than you. Like, just sit in the like sit in the corner, sit at the table with myself. You know, drink my drink or do whatever I'm doing, or just talk to that one person that I came with. Like, it was really difficult for me to, you know, talk to anyone else. And it wasn't until I started uh, bartending. Um, should I do a shout out? Shout out to Twin Peaks, giving me my start. <laughs> um, that was, was your first bartending. I thought you bartended somewhere else first. Well. Okay, so side note, I wanted to bartend so badly and Twin Peaks wouldn't let me because they needed waitresses that I left to P.F. Chang's for like three months, just long enough to get trained. Yeah. And then when they found out that I wasn't solely Twin Peaks anywhere and they wanted me back, they were like, oh, we'll make you a bartender. So they made me a bartender. That's mm. how you move up in the world, people. You threaten them. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, it wasn't until I started working there where it was mandatory and part of my job and in my job description to be outgoing and to talk to people, and to make conversation, and things like that, that I became a little bit more outgoing. And I tell people all the time, whenever I started new bars, I'm like, yeah, I'm outgoing behind the bar. Like, I'll start talking to random people about nothing, because I have really good small talk skills. But once I'm out from behind the bar, please don't talk to me, yeah. unless we're already friends. And I still have um, problems where uh, it's hard for me to actually look at someone when I'm having a conversation with them, because my brain goes a million different ways or I start overthinking and the only way to keep myself focused is to not actually look at them, which is bad because a lot of people really like eye contact Yeah, and I don't do any of that unless yeah. I'm like really want your tip or, <laughs> or I know you really well. Yeah. And so other than that, like I've had to explain to managers and I've had to explain to friends and I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm not being disrespectful and I'm not, you know, trying to tune you out. I'm actually listening it's just that the only way for me to listen and control, like, the anxiety that's going on in my head is to not look at you. I do that a lot, too. But I've been forcing myself to, to look people in the eyes more. Yeah. Just because I, I, don't, I don't do it. And it's like you said, it's not because I'm not listening or because out of disrespect, which I could see why people would consider it disrespectful. But I don't know. I don't know what it stems from. I don't know if it's just because I'm awkward or because I'm shy or whatever the whatever the fuck it is, but I notice that I do that all the time. And I but the thing is I don't like it. Like I wish I didn't do it. Yeah. But it's one of those things where I just it just kind of happens and then I, once I notice it's happening, then that's when I'm like, stop fucking doing that. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, then I start Forcing myself to look, but while I'm looking at their eyes, I just become much more distracted. Yeah, your brain just <laughs> starts I'm, thinking about something completely different. Because I'm like battling the anxiety in my head by looking at them in their eyes. 
Yeah. Then I'm just like, oh, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. And then I start freaking out. So then they just, their mouths are just moving, but I'm not paying attention. So then, so then I look away and then that's when I'm like, I get back on it. I don't yeah. know. It's fucking weird. And then the downfall also of, you know, looking people in the eye is that, you know, women, it's a good thing because you look at them in the eye and they're like, oh, they're really listening to me. They're, you know, I, I like this person because they're looking at me. Men are like, oh, she's looking at me. She must yeah. really like me. Yeah. And then it's, you know, then it's like, no, man, I'm just trying to be nice. Yeah. But I uh, I was also thinking the other day that it has to do with this, too, is that uh, about uh, what movie is it? Yes, Man. And I saw a video on Facebook the other day about this mom that did it with her kids where you practice saying yes instead of making up excuses or saying no. Um, and the idea behind it is for people like us. And everyone to kind of get you out of your comfort zone and get you to experience things. Because without it, you know, you would kind of just go about your daily life. Yeah. You know, doing your monotonous routine. And then at the end of your life, you're like, what the hell did I just experience? Nothing. I went to school and I went to work and that's about it. You know? And, um, you know, and yes, man, yeah, it's a movie. But he, because of the fact that he decides to say yes, he goes, you know. Experiences a bunch of shit. Bungee jumping and, you know, bike riding and he makes friends and he does all this stuff. And I'm like, that's awesome. Like, I thought about, you know, I think that that's something that I should try, you know, um, maybe when I have more time and I'm not in school. But it's something that I should definitely. Well, see, isn't that the point? Yeah. (laughs) The point is to not, yeah, to get out of your own, your own routine or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. So I should start sooner. (laughs) But yeah, just to to do that. And uh, in the video, the mom did it with her kids and she said at the end of, she tried it for a week. And any time that they asked a question, she would, instead of responding with immediately saying no, she would listen to what they had to say, and she would say yes and try to do, you know, what they wanted to do. And she said at the end of the week that they were happier kids and that um, she realized that she had created a, a greater bond with them because instead of, you know, coming home from work, feeding them and putting them to sleep, they wanted to go to the park one day and eat, like have a picnic. So they came home and they went and had a picnic. She was like, she said that they spent more like family time together, and I feel like that's something that yesing would do for me. Is that make me spend more like friend time together? Because right now, because I work and I go to school and then I'm too tired, it's always like, oh, I can't. I'm at work. Or, oh, I can't because I have to study. Or, oh, I can't. I'm just too tired, and I'm losing that those connections, you know, yeah. that we have with other people. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if the kid one. I mean, I feel like you could only do that for so long because yeah. then, you know, they're going to start asking you for, you know, what if that whole week, you know, because, you know, Ethan's more about, can I get this video game? Can I get this video game? Can I get that video game? So basically I would be down like 300 bucks in like two days. <laughs> it's not yeah. so much as, you know, let's go have a picnic, you know, but. Well, I mean, she did emphasize that, you know, she, uh, she learned from it that, um, there's also, you know, give and take to it. Yeah. That there's some stuff that you just have to weigh the pros and cons and just be like, that's just not, you know, plausible to do that. And one of them was like her kid wanted to walk somewhere and she didn't realize that it was going to be like 100 degrees outside and she would have to carry one of the other ones. Mm. So she was like, I should have thought that one more through and just been like, well, maybe not today, but another day. Or, well, maybe not there, but we can walk here yeah. instead. But, I mean... I feel like it also would make you a happier person because a lot of people nowadays are just miserable people. And that really bothers me because I hate being dragged down. Like, I've 
cut off friendships for the simple fact that they're just downers. Yeah. And they, they are always talking negative or always in a bad mood or they always, you know, just have something negative to, to say or do or complain about. I'm just like, I don't, I don't need that, you know? Sounds familiar. <laughs> but, I, I, you know, I just, I want to live, a, I don't want to think about that. Yeah. The better things to think about, you know? Well, yeah, I mean, because I've cut people out too for, for them being stupid or whatever. And it is kind of annoying, you know. Uh, I do feel that, you know, uh, subconsciously you do a lot of things. So I do feel when, when people are, you know, deep down they feel like shit. Whether it's because they can't get a relationship or they're not happy with their jobs or they're not happy at their home life, you know, or a combination of all these things. Mm-hmm. That, you know, kind of like, you know, like they would show in movies or even in real in real life as a little kid, you know, there was always the, the one kid that bullied other kids or made fun of them or talked down to them. But it was always because of some, you know, because of something that was happening at home, yeah. whether it was home issues or whatever, being abused or whatever. And I feel that still carries to being an adult. If people aren't happy, you know, whether it's a joke or not, they... They try to, you know, they try to make you feel shitty because they feel shitty. But yeah. you're supposed to be, like, that's supposed to be your friend. So you're not here to, to make me feel bad. You're supposed, we're supposed to be here to to bring enjoyment to each other's lives. Yeah. You know, not to, not to the point, not to where you get to the point where you see their name pop up on your phone and you don't even answer it because you're, you're telling yourself, I don't know if this is a genuine text or this is going to be him talking shit about something. Or just being a downer yeah. for no reason. Because I'm in a good mood. If a person ever makes you feel like I can't answer their phone call or their text because I'm in a good mood and there's a possibility that that person can fuck it up, then there's no need to have that person in your life. Yeah. Because they're just they're just making shit harder for you. And that goes back to, you know, people being in uh, unnecessary relationships where they're off and on, off and on. And it's to the point where if they genuinely ask themselves, what does this person bring to my life besides comfortability mm. because I like having sex. We have good sex and I'm comfortable with it. If I don't, if I break it off, then there's no more of that. Or, you know, the fact that if I need something, I can just look over and the person sitting there so I can ask them for it. Mm. Just, you know, I just out of being comfortable, but not because they actually offer anything genuine. Yeah. Or you actually like want to be with that person. Yeah. You're just there because... Well, we've been here. Yeah. And sometimes like, well, we've been here and I have a kid with them. So I'm going to be, I'm just going to keep going with it. And people are fucking miserable. Yeah. They'll be married just because they feel like that's the next step. That's where they got to go with it. But to me, you know, I don't, that shit doesn't, I don't understand that. I rather, I rather be happy than be in a relationship where, and I mean, I'm not, I can't just say like, oh, I've never done that because I've obviously done that before and been in relationships I should not have been in <laughs> uh, or that I should have ended a long time ago or allowed to, to die a long time ago. But um, but yeah, just honestly, my last relationship that I kept going like that, it was honestly, if deep down, if I had to guess right or not guess, but if I had to say right now why, it's because... uh. It was honestly just because I didn't want nobody else to have her. Mm. 
So you're being selfish. Yeah. But it was one of those, it was a stupid mentality to have because, well, for one, you don't own anyone. So it wasn't, she wasn't mine to keep, you know? Yeah. But I knew it would make me feel shitty to see her happy with someone else. So out of of my own, you know, selfish, pathetic reasons, I'll, you know, I just didn't, I didn't, that's why I kept her around. Not because I actually wanted to be with her because the bitch drove me crazy or not because I actually, you know, was happy because I wasn't. Yeah. It was just because I, at the time, was always so, you know, miserable and shit that to see someone, especially because obviously once it was done, it wasn't on good terms. Mm. So if I saw that person happy or whatever and I'm, you know, and you're already miserable it's just going to, it just makes you feel even shittier. Mm. So because of that, I was, I could, I couldn't let her go. But what I didn't understand until I let her go was, um, that it's because I was keeping around that was keeping me miserable. That was keeping me unhappy. And it wasn't until I threw her away like a parking ticket <laughs> that, <Shut> <laughs> that I realized, you know, there's more to life than being with a psycho bitch. Yeah, I mean, it kind of goes back to the whole, and this is such a, like, a loaded phrase that um, if you love them, you let them go. Yeah. And their happiness should be your happiness, right? That's what they say. Which is bullshit. So- <laughs> Nobody does. That's bullshit. I call bullshit well- on that quote. <laughs> but that's, that's <laughs> like, what they say. be miserable, hope. <laughs> that's what they say. Like, if you really love someone... You would let them go, right? Yeah. And then if you really love someone and they're happier with someone else, then you should be happy for them. Yeah. Which I feel like is true, but at the same time, it's it's not true because it sucks. There's no way that someone was like, oh, she's dating someone else? I'm Yay. so happy. Yeah. You know, that's, no, it sucks. It totally sucks. But there's a difference between, there's a difference between it's sucking and I guess not grieving but handling it properly and moving on and then there's you know then there's the and that would be this a sign that you know you really did care for that person because yeah you're you're gonna you know handle it in your own way and then you're gonna move on and then there's a way that you know you're just being selfish and that's whenever you keep going like a lot of people do nowadays they keep going back to the same person because they see them either moving on or being happy or you know this or that and that's part of what attracted them to them in the first place and so they're like oh i want them back because they're happy yeah or i want them back because you know because they can't be happy without me or yeah. you know whatever so the the action is the same the letting go part is the same but you know the handling it and moving on part is the part that shows you that you really did care for that person yeah versus just trying to go get them again like it's because i love them and no it's not it's because you're being selfish and you love yourself yeah and you just don't want them to be happy yeah. or you think because they're happy if you watch them from a distance, it's they're happy because you're not around. Yeah. But you think like, oh, they're happy, so that means they're they're you know. Then you finally go back and like, what's up? And then you get back together, and then you are miserable again. And then you go, you don't see the 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 point being that you are unhappy when you are together. It's when you are apart from each other, you are, you know, happy. And not to say that you could never go back and at least be friends with mm. that person, mm-hmm. but. A lot of people can't nowadays, though, because a lot think of because <laughs> a lot of relationships aren't created out of friendships. Like back in the day, 
the belief was that you sh- you be friends with the chick, you know, and then you move on to, you know, wooing her or yeah. courting her or whatever. And nowadays it's like, let's just bang and let's then we'll figure it. out if it works. Yeah. yeah. And that's, you know, I, I tell this to people all the time, like, you know, my significant other is my really good friend. So, yeah, I would suck and I would go through this whole, like, God, it sucks to see him with someone else. But eventually I'd be like, you know what? He's really happy. I'm going to cry. Um, <laughs> but uh, that, that he's happy and, you know, and I feel like with him that it could possibly get to the point where, you know, we could eventually be friends. Yeah, there might be a point where, you know, both of us are like, fuck you, you know, you're yeah. with someone else and I hate that person. But then once we moved on and we got past the sexual part of it, the friendship would still be there because we have a solid friendship. Yeah. But see, there there are some people that I feel you could go through the 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 fuck you phase of it, like fuck you, I hate you, you know. But there's some that you just can't come back. <laughs> you just can't come back from. And honestly, to me, that's how ninety percent of them end yeah. nowadays. Is to they end in the in the way that you can't come back from it. So, and I mean, I I can attest to that. I mean, I can think of some that I haven't spoke to, but I mean, I I don't see why we wouldn't be able to. Yeah. You know, because it didn't end that way. There's only really one that I can think of that it's it's fucking you know it's dead and buried and rotting in hell. Pray the Lord it stays that way. But um, <laughs> shit. <laughs> but um. But yeah, I mean. It would be, it would make, it's just people are so, I feel like everything is, everyone just wants the lazy, easy route mm. nowadays. So it's the lazy, easy route to just stay with whoever you're with already. Because, you know, eh, they're decent in bed. You know, they get on my nerves, but, you know, I'm, I'm used to it already type shit. But not like in, in a, you know, ugh, they get on my nerves, you know, because... You know, he doesn't put his clothes in the dryer. More like he gets on my nerves because he goes out and gets fucked up every day and doesn't have a job. Yeah. Type get on my nerves shit. Which girls will still stay with dudes or vice versa. Dudes will stay with, you know, bum ass girls because there are bum ass girls. It's not pretend like, you know, because all you ever hear is about is bum ass guys that don't have a job and don't do shit. But bitches do it, too. Yeah. And um, or they just try to, you know, they try to coast on their looks and bum off the guy or whatever. But um, but I just feel like everything is the lazy, easy route now. It's like, for example, and I mean, I don't let me get criticized for this or something. But um, I can't remember what I saw. Uh, but it 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 made me think of how. You know. Whatever weight you want to be, whatever size you want to be, whatever you want to feed yourself. I don't give a fuck because it doesn't affect me. But especially after I saw today, did you know that now 40%, what is it? 40% of adults in the United States are obese. Seriously? That's the highest it's ever been. It's 40% right now. Jesus. They all live in Texas. I'm sure oh, probably. <laughs> Texas and Florida. Yeah. The South. But, um, <laughs> but okay, so you know what? It's because I was talking – I was talking to my manager at work, and uh, it was after our lunch break, so I was watching videos on my phone, and uh, I was telling them about uh, 
this dude that was that would stream um video games on uh on Twitch and he pretended to be handicapped so he could get more donations. Oh, uh-huh. And then he got caught standing up. Yeah, yeah, I think I saw um, that video. So from that, we went to him saying uh that his wife that all she watches on YouTube is makeup tutorials. And I go, don't all fucking like that's all girls <laughs> use YouTube for is for makeup tutorials. Yeah. And uh and blackheads. And um watch that shit for days. And that got me thinking, you know, to me, because that's that's I would consider that the the easy easy track in a sense. Because they'll it's like putting a band-aid on on cancer type type scenario it's one of those where you let's say let's say you strip a girl down of everything just no makeup no clothes nothing just like naked girl right there and i feel maybe 80 percent of women maybe more would feel completely uncomfortable Mm -hmm. standing there like that just because even in front of their significant other one because of their body being uncomfortable with it and two because they don't have makeup on but to me they put one over the other because some girls are or not even girls. Like most some most people they're content to be, you know, overweight or out of shape or whatever. And that's fine. Do what you want. But the difference with girls is guys, you just take us as we are. We're yeah. not gonna we don't put makeup on, you know, or any of that shit. Like we just there's only two things with guys. They either dress good or they don't. That's the only main thing that girls will look for. Either guy either takes care of himself and dresses good or he doesn't. Yeah. But girls, they can use makeup and fake eyelashes and hair extensions and, yeah. you know, and fucking, you tans know, tans and, and t- you know, things to lift your boobs up to make them look nice. Basically, you're all, it's a, all a fucking mirage. But, um. But, but go ahead. <laughs> but what sucks is there it's it kind of seems at times like it it's it's more important to them to learn to master their how to do their makeup because it's easier to spend money and just learn how to do your makeup than to actually just do something that's actually really good for you and and that is just to start exercising because they rather say because what doesn't make sense to me, and I'm not fat shaming anyone, but what doesn't make sense to me is people will say, be comfortable with, you know, yourself being, you know, whatever weight you want to be and all that kind of shit. Yeah. But, and they're like, oh, I'm comfortable like this, blah, blah, whatever. But to me, it it becomes one of those, if you're really comfortable with yourself, why are you so caked in makeup? Mm-hmm. Like, why are you, and then. And why do you use all these fake stuff like the the all the shit we just described? Yeah. If you're so comfortable with yourself, so does that whole oh, I'm comfortable with my own body? Does that stop at the neck? You know, and then it's like, well, I'm comfortable with everything except my face, so I gotta like cake my face full of shit. And I get it, you know, because I think we've had conversations like this before, where, uh, you've told me you wear more makeup for when you go to work mm. than when you're just you know. Uh, home, or, home or, or going out or whatever. Yeah, but I don't know. It's just to me because who was it? I think it was uh, where were we? It was me and Angel when we went out yesterday, and we went to some bar and there was a chick there, and she was just 
caked in makeup. And I just mean just caked. Like, I don't even know. You know, I thought I was, I thought I was seeing a clown. <laughs> and I just don't. Well, for her, that was just bad. She just didn't do her makeup right. It was just bad. Yeah. But I just don't understand, you know, everybody, and not just girls, even with guys, it's it's all about whatever's easier now. Because that's, the, at the end of the day, a lot of people don't work out because it's it's hard, it's strenuous, and they don't like it. Not because they don't have time or any of that shit, because you can make time. But a lot of girls that are, are, are out of shape or overweight or whatever, as long as they can do their makeup, then it's cool. Because mm. that's kind of, you know, bring them from a, a four to a six, or a two to a four, or a three to a seven. You yeah. know what I mean? Just, just with their makeup. But to me, and we've seen it, you know, there can be a girl, you're like, holy shit. And then they get home, and they take their makeup off. And you're like, what the fuck? Because it's a completely, literally like a completely different person. Mm-hmm. And then if you were to say, fuck this, like it's over. They, they, they would get mad, I'm, but what do you expect when, I guess you could say, they fell in love with a different face? I mean, at the same time, what I was going to say earlier is that there is a lot of expectations put on women nowadays, mm-hmm. especially for men. Like, some of these guys with dad bods or overweight or whatever still expect to hook up with this 10 who is, you know, in prime, like, gym body, makeup ready, you know, shaved, waxed, everything, ready to go 24-7. Mm-hmm. And they don't want to accept the reality that if you are um, on the dad bod side, that you should probably hook up with someone who's on the mom bod side. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> I don't know if that's a thing. Stay in your lane, but, bro. <laughs> stay in your lane. But, I mean, I, I I understand reach for the stars, you know, all that stuff. But um, we do, as women, have a lot of expectations to look and, you know, be a certain way. And I'm not going to lie. If you are in better shape and you are more one of the more attractive people in life, things come easier. It's just easier. You have an easier life. It's, you know, it's just maybe not to a lot easier, but people are nicer to you. No, it, I, I guarantee you it's a lot easier. So, you know, women, yeah, they might watch makeup videos all day and I'm not like, you know, harping on this because that's something I do or something I condone because I, I think wearing a lot of makeup is really bad for your skin. So, you know, all these girls are like, oh, I need to go get Botox. I'm like, why don't you just stop wearing makeup for like a month and a half and see what that does to your face? Because, yeah, I wear makeup to work, but I try not to wear, and I I try to wear really minimal makeup. Like, just, it's not even considered makeup. It's like a brightener or something. And just to cover, you know, like little, like flushing of your skin just to make it all one color. But um, these girls, they they do all this stuff, and I'm like, you're ruining your face. And I know that they do it, you know, like I said, for a certain reason, it's because men have this expectation that women need, you know, a thin waist and a big ass and, you know, proportionate tits and, Mm -hmm. you know, that face that goes with it, you know, that stupid song that's like, I don't even know how it goes, but basically. (laughs) (laughs) You can't reference something if you don't know how it goes, bro. Shorty with a body and a cute face or something. I don't know. But, you know, the long hair and the nails and yeah. the eyelashes. And that's something that is very desirable and women want to be desirable. No yeah. no woman is going to tell you that she doesn't. Okay, I take that back. Some women might because they might like other women or they just don't give a fuck. And I know one of those. But we both are one of those. But 
most of the time it's going to be, you know what, like we have that desire to be desired by other people. And that plays a big factor into the whole, you know, watching the the makeup tutorials yeah. and doing all that stuff because, you know, you want to look good. Yeah. Well, a couple of things that I got from that. For one, I don't have a problem with makeup. I'm not saying it's, you know, the root of all evil or anything like <laughs> that. But, you know, it's, it's, it's where I've noticed them. You know, because you could say there's girls like you, they wear makeup to work. And then when they're at home or running errands or going to the gym, they just wear like minimal makeup or no makeup or whatever. But then there's the girls that you, I'm sure you've seen at the gym and I've seen at the gym and, or even other places where they're just caked in makeup. I, yeah. For one, I don't understand how that works. Cause to me, you should be sweating all that shit off. Exactly. Those are the ones that to me, uh, they either subconsciously have a really bad, self-image or they're just too vain that they can't go five seconds without not wearing it or they don't dare leave the house uh without it but at the same time then those are the girls that are annoying because they'll go like that to the gym and then they have three or four different guys go up to them to hit on them and they're like get away from me yeah bitch you're up here (laughs) you're up here flaunting and shit like you're at a fucking Mm -hmm. club like what do you expect you know i mean you're it they're gonna come up to you. What do you want? I mean, that's why you shouldn't be wearing like you're dressed up like you're going somewhere, not like you're going to the gym. I mean, I've gotten it before, like not getting hit on or anything, but uh, I've gotten it before where you know you want to look, you don't want to look terrible at the gym, like especially girls that go by themselves. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, they're going to stay in shape. They're just going to get a big butt, but they wear the makeup because. They still want to look attractive and, you know, sweating and, you know, all that stuff doesn't look attractive, which is, I don't believe, correct because... I think it looks good. Yeah, because I was going to say, if the guy's already in the gym, he's not going to care that you're sweating because he's going to be like, hey, she's really working out. Yeah. And she's cute. Like, you know what Shit, I mean? To this day, I still get intimidated by the, by the bitches that are out doing me while I, when I go to the gym. Yeah. Like, I can think of one right now. Is that really tall chick? Oh, my God, yes. Yeah, and, she looks like a Viking. Yeah, and she's always she's always putting in work. And I'm like, damn, bitch. And she's cute, and she doesn't wear makeup. No. She's, like, she, you can tell she sweats and she works out. And she looks hot because it's like she's really trying. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't, it doesn't you know, hurt that she has a cute face, too. But, you know, like, girls will go and they'll be like, I have to look cute because then guys are going to think I'm not cute. And, you know, then they're not going to hit yeah. on me. And it's like, no. Especially if, like, you want to find someone who's actually in shape, they're going to want you to not come with makeup on. Yeah. Because it's it's not realistic. Yeah. You know? I'd rather meet a girl that... I'd rather meet a girl with no makeup on. That way I know what I'm getting, you know, myself into type thing. Mm. And then... So then... It's kind of like seeing uh, a girl you're going to marry in her wedding dress. Like, you've seen her in dresses before, and... All that kind of stuff. But when you see her in that, you're like, damn. So it's one of those where if if you meet a girl and she's not wearing makeup and then when she finally does put it on, you're you're blown away by it because mm-hmm. you're what the fuck. But with girls that are super caked up and and dressed up all the time, there's kind of nowhere to go from there. You know, it's just yeah. you're you're always at, you know, there. But to but to me. You know, it's like you said, one of the problems with all this is the fact that they they feel obligated that they need to be that way. 
And that's that's kind of fucked up in the sense that, you know, that's the way our society is now. That yeah. It's like you said, you know, there's all this pressure on women to look a certain way. And, I mean, it's just, it's only, I mean, they get that from everything, from music to commercials. You know, like the goddamn uh, Carl's Jr. commercials, the bitch biting in the <laughs> burger. Yeah. Or, no you know. No one eats a burger like that. Or songs, you know, hip-hop songs or whatever about shaking your ass and looking good. And, Tiny waist. Yeah. And, yeah. So it's like, it, you know, that's the way society is, you know, brainwashing women to think that they need to be. Mm. They need to be this certain way or look this certain way or whatever. To me, you, you can look whatever way you want to look. But because to me, when I when I say that I feel more people should get in shape or go to the gym or whatever, it's not because to to look good. Because to me, I just personally feel better. Yeah. I feel healthier. I feel I have more energy, you know. So when I do have my cheat day, I feel like complete ass the next day because you don't realize how how shitty you you feel and it's only because of, of the things you're putting in yourself. You know, this is like a car. If you don't take care of it, it's going to fuck up on you. Yeah. And it like the the feeling crappy the next day just especially if you've been going and working out for a while it just makes you want to go back and do it all over again that week. Yeah. And then you're like, yeah, I want cheat day because that food tastes good. But as soon as you feel crappy again, you're like, oh my god, let's go to the gym. Yeah. And it puts you in this cycle um of, you know, getting into a habit of going to the gym all the time and then, you know, you feel good and you look good and it it puts you in a better mood and, you know, all this other stuff. And the thing is, I feel like I feel when people think or they hear uh, going to the gym that they uh, they think you need it, that I don't I'm not saying you need to get, you know, jacked or ripped or whatever. I'm just saying, you know, because people. Oh, I was on my feet all day at work. So that counts. It's like, no, it doesn't because you were just standing in one spot. It's like saying you're a greeter at Walmart and you're like, I don't need to go exercise because I was on my feet all day. Yeah. But you were just standing there. I mean, I I get your feet hurt, but that's just because you were on your feet all day, not because you were actually doing anything. Mm. But um, now if you're you know, in construction, you walk up and down, lifting heavy as shit. I I guess that kind of makes sense. But yeah, but some of those people are still in shape. That's well, that's because they're still going to you know McDonald's every lunch break and shit. Yeah. Um, but uh, I did have a a. I mean, I just wanted to agree with you whenever you said you would rather meet. A chick that didn't have any makeup on, I would personally rather have someone hit on me without makeup on, because then I know that they think I'm cute without anything. Yeah. And then you know when they're like, "Hey, let's go on a date," like, "All right, cool," and then I show up with you know makeup and dress nice, and they're like blown away. Yeah. Like you said, that they're like, "Holy crap!" You know, yeah. she actually looks amazing. And never want to let her go. You know that type of thing. Because <laughs> I'm freaking awesome. I mean, I don't know if. <laughs> If they do that after just seeing you for the first time on a date, you might want to run. But, I, I mean, it just all comes back to, like I said, you know, society making women feel they have to be, they have to act, dress, and look a certain way. Mm. And the, sorry to cut you off, but I was going to say the crazy thing is that I have, I have quite a few friends that are in, like, not the modeling because they're just, you know. Instagram models, yeah. but they actually take like professional photography and they have great bodies. They look awesome. And the funny thing is that they all meal prep, they all eat right and they all go to the gym. Yeah. Every single one of them. None of them is sitting at home 
or I guess none of them are, is the correct way to say it, are sitting at home, you know, eating crap and then going to a photo shoot. Yeah. No, they get their full night's sleep. When they go out and party, it's, you know, every once in a while, they don't go out every weekend. And, you know, they, they make their food and they watch what they eat and they take care of their bodies because they know that that's something that they want to last. And just, you know, so happens that they get to make money with it right now. Well, see, going back to how I was saying earlier about uh, everybody always trying to take the easy way now nowadays, you know, for the best example now is the trend that's picking up more than anything, and it's getting your ass implanted or ass injections and shit. Yeah. You know, that's like the new thing. I even know, I know of a girl personally that already had a nice ass, but she got fat sucked out of somewhere else. Not for this, I don't think it was for this reason. She just wanted fat sucked out of somewhere else. But since they were like, hey, we have this extra fat, she said, well, how about you inject it in my butt? So she injected it in her butt. And. Does it look any different? <sighs> it does, doesn't it? Uh, not, that no, because no, it was already, it was already <laughs> a huge ass. Yeah. It was great. So why, why fuck with perfection, you know? So now it just, in pictures from what I can see, I mean, it doesn't look bad, but it it got into the realm of weird. Yeah. And I haven't seen this per- person in, in person uh, since then. Mm-hmm. But from pictures, it looks to where when I do see her in person, it's just going to look awkward. Yeah. Because this person's not tall. This mm. person is shorter than me. A couple inches shorter than me. So... It, I don't know. To me, it would just look weird. But that going, I'm just completely out of subject. But, uh, but yeah, that, that's the new trend. And so, uh, instead of going to the gym or whatever, you know, they just want the easy way. It doesn't matter if it's gonna cost them five grand. They'd rather spend five grand than just li- bettering themselves and getting a uh, more in better physical shape. Yeah, they'd rather just spend like five grand and stick whatever the fuck. They stick in your ass when you get implants. I don't know why they do it. Silicone, basically, like kind of like what they do with your boobs. They put this silicone like thing in there, but the ones in your butt actually have like a um, it's like concave on one side, so it's kind of like a contact. So it's round on one side and Mm. it's it's in on the other side, and they put in. That's why it's like some people's flip, and they look really weird because the concave part comes out. Yeah. And so your butt like goes in. It's so, so weird. Gross. But my thing is you can totally tell when someone has oh, yeah. butt implants because they have a really thin leg and then all of a sudden there's an ass. Yeah. And some people have that, but there's you can, there's always a little bit of a slope. And if there isn't, it's because they're already a very thin person. Yeah. So they could be really, really thin and then have like a cute little, you know, white girl butt and it, you know, comes out a little bit and so there's that like drop off. But anyone who has a big butt and does that, it's so obvious. It literally looks like you're like mushroom on two a mushroom, a marshmallow on two sticks. Yeah, but the thing is, is because just like with boob implants, I think, um, I guess you you would, I assume you could pick. You know, how big do you want it? Yeah. But the standard nowadays isn't a nice butt. The standard nowadays is a huge ass. Yeah. So they go, you know, it's kind of. The same thing from when um, tit implants became the thing. Everybody wasn't going like, oh, I'm going to go from an A to a B or a B to a C. They're like, nah, give me them double Ds. You know, yeah, they're they're straight (laughs) jumping, you know. Yeah. 
And I think that that's what they're doing with their ass too. Is instead of oh, let me, you know, let me just you know get a little bit of something. Like, nah, yeah. I want I want you know a huge ass, yeah. which ends up looking like complete shit. Terrible. Yeah. I saw a video on uh Facebook. Obviously, it's the only place I ever see videos. Um, of uh this very very Caucasian girl. <laughs> you can say white. <laughs> I think it's the other the other color that you can't just say it like that. <laughs> well, she's a very, 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 very white girl. Like she, that was her thing was that she was like the whitest girl they could find to do this this, um, I guess experiment experiment. Yes, and um, like super thin, uh, terrible, no rhythm, you know, Ugh. bad, super bad, super thin, no butt, you know, no real muscle like definition, nothing. She was like stick. Yeah. And they had her go to, like, Brazil. And I think it was southern Brazil that is, like, the ass capital of the world. Well, and she, they had her go to, like, one of the top studios or the top studio of, you know, their dancing and meet with the Brazilian chicks that all have these huge asses to learn how to dance the way that they do. So they tried to teach her, and obviously they do movements and the only reason that it looks like that is because their ass is so big that it like moves a certain way. So she did, you know, the same thing, but she has no butt. So it didn't, it didn't exactly look right. Anyways, at the end of the video, the, what the girl said, what the Brazilian chick said, you know, she was like, yeah, you know, she can keep practicing or whatever. She goes, but she's going to have to get butt implants. And I'm like, half of y'all probably have butt implants. All of their butts look the same. And there's no way that every chick in Brazil is born that way. Well, supposedly, they they got good butts. I mean, Brazil. they I know they've got good genes, but not every single one of them. Oh. But anyways, my thing was that it's it's become so accepted and it's become such so much of a norm now. So just say just you know yeah, cut just, it open and stick something in there. Just get your butt done. Yeah. Like that's that's really weird. We'll see, and it's okay because to me, I heard this on another podcast, and it was a good point. It was that the butt because I do agree the butt implants look grotesque at times i actually saw one for the first time in person a couple of weeks ago i think i saw some skinny girl with like obvious butt implants it was gross but um they go the diff the difference between butt implants and boob implants is you can get you can achieve a nice butt you can get to that mm. if you lift enough but boobs you can't do anything about yeah so you can't achieve it you can't you know do bench press every day to get you know <laughs> to get, to get huge yeah to get huge tits it doesn't work <laughs> like that so that's why you know the whole so if you want to get some boob implants and i agree it is excusable because well for one i don't have a problem with you doing anything i don't i think half the people that do it don't even need it mm. but um but for example if you're oh i'm gonna get a boob job or even just a boob lift like bring some life back into them I don't have a problem with that. Well, I don't have a problem with it. But I don't have, especially I have a problem with that because you can't do anything about your tits. Yeah. It's just, you know, you can't train them to make them look better. So you have to do those things. But your ass is, is different. You can just stop being a lazy fuck. And, and you know, you're literally blowing like five grand just to stick shit in your ass. You know what you could do with five grand? I could do a lot with five a grand. A lot with five grand. Yeah. But. I could pay off my car with five grand. <laughs> <laughs> nah, you can pay it off. Well, the the other one, the black one. Oh. You paid that hell off. But yeah, and, and I just don't. But 
that's what they see, man. They everything's over sexualized as far as you know, music, music videos, commercials, you know, even fucking video games. You know, in video games, they gotta make all the chicks look hot. Yeah. You know, if they don't look hot, then like you can't have an ugly chick in there. Speaking of uh, chicks, uh, who's the one from GTA? Um, Kelly. White chick with the really big boobs. She came on a Grand Theft Auto, like the cover of it. The one that Kate. Lindsay Lohan said she looked like. I think so. Kate Kate Upton. Oh Kate, yeah, yeah. Kate Upton was at the Astros game on Saturday. Oh yeah, they showed her on TV. I seen that. Yeah, all yeah. the guys behind the bar were like, "Huh, there's tits on the screen." Oh, they showed her on the screen. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Because it's Kate Upton. I guess I don't know. She's the only famous person there or something. I don't know. Well, James Harden and. Uh, What's his face? We're sitting right behind home plate. Oh, I think because maybe she was in a suite. Yeah. So. But like, is she is she from here or something? Well, maybe she's from New York. Maybe. So, anyways, yeah. Um, I don't know what made me think about that, but. Big tits. Oh yeah, big tits. Probably. Oh <laughs> well, yeah, because someone behind the bar was like, "All I saw were tits on the screen," and so I stopped bartending. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Y'all are so stupid." Yeah, the lust is real. Yeah. But um, oh, to continue what you were saying, I feel like a lot of, um, you know the the, the um, you know getting the the image your concept of what a proper image should be comes from social media, and I feel yeah. like people are on social media way too much nowadays, like way too much. That is, we're like um like the podcast I was listening to earlier, that um, where they said um. That people are on social media so much that we're disconnecting from the people that are around us. Yeah. And I'm not one to be on social media that much. I get on to post for work and to watch Facebook videos. But that's <laughs> about it. And, you know, um, there's people that I know that are like, yeah, I always have my phone in my hand. But I'm not always on, you know, Facebook or Instagram or Snapchat. Mostly I'm on Google or figuring out how to get somewhere or texting someone. And, um, or work. And um, that a lot of a lot of people nowadays are constantly getting those endorphins from their likes on Instagram, or always checking up on people's lives on Instagram, and that's how they live their life. Is that they, you know, they live their life getting this like influx of endorphins that make them feel better, and so they get addicted to it, and then they, you know, keep up with people's lives on Instagram, and they feel like they're a part of it, so they get excited when in reality they're not a part of that person's life. Yeah. They have nothing to do with that person. That person wouldn't know them from Joe on mm. the street, you know? And they make it so important that they lose touch with everything around them. And I think that what's around us is what's more important, you know? Well, see, and and, uh, and what I heard is that the average person, they check out their Instagram 32 times a day. Jesus. That, and that's the average person. Yeah, that's not accounting for the what made it so high. Yeah. So... I mean, I'm glad I'm on the lower side of that average. I don't. I know I don't check my Instagram 32 times a day. I'd say maybe 15, 12. <laughs> 25. Dep- depending, on, depending on what time I wake up. 31 and a half times. Um, I, I actually like that I am. I mean, sometimes I do. Sometimes I literally sit and for 30 minutes I'll just go through and catch up on what I missed. Because, yeah, I mean, I still want to know what people are talking about. I still want to have an opinion about what's going on. I don't want to be completely out of the loop. Most of the times I'm out of the loop. 
And I love being out of the loop. It makes me feel, you know, like I'm not following everything like everybody else. Well, out of the loop in certain things. Yeah. Like how there's a couple of times where I've had to ask you, what's, what is, what is this? Yeah. Or you're, you asked me, hey, have you heard what this is? And I was like, I don't know what the fuck that means. I yeah. go, I've heard it, but I don't know what the fuck it means. Can't think of an example right now, but there's a ton of things that I hear that, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, and I like, I literally, I especially on my busy days, because I, you know, I just got a puppy and I already have one other one. So, you know, I wake up in the morning and there's like a routine we have to go through and then I immediately go to school or I have things to do or I go to work. And it, I have something to do almost every minute of the day to where I don't get a chance to just sit on my phone or constantly check it or anything. I probably check my social media in the morning when I first wake up because it's like my newspaper and then right before I go to sleep because I want to see what everybody did all day. But I hate when people are like, oh, did you see this? Or I sent you this or I sent you this. And I'm like, I don't get on. Yeah. So just text it to me or or tell me because I'm literally, you know, right here. Yeah. It's so easy to reach. You don't have to, you know, send me stuff. And I get it. Yeah, there's some stuff you can only send through Facebook and stuff like that. But most of the time I'm like, I don't, I don't get on social media, so I don't see what you're talking about. And I like it that way. I, I took, man, I don't even know how, I don't know how long ago it was and I don't remember how long I did it, but I think I did it for like two months where I didn't get on Facebook at all. And it was actually really um, like a, like a stress relief, I guess, because before that I was on it all the time. Yeah. And then I went two months or two and a half months without being on it at all. And it was because that I had broken up with some dude and I didn't want to get on his social media. So I was like, you know what, to solve this, to eradicate it, I'll just get rid of it altogether. So I just got rid of it. And ever since then, I found out that I don't need to be on it all the time so I can connect more with the people that are actually around me. Because, you know, if I let it, someone will be talking to me like my mom or my dad, and I'll be checking my phone on here half of what they're saying. And that's time that's wasted because you never know when something's going to happen. That person's not going to be there anymore, you know? Yeah. So I think social media is the death of everything. Relationships, <laughs> like everything. Yeah, it keeps people connected across the world, but it totally ruins what's right in front of you. I mean, there, there's a lot of benefits to it. You know, you can you can stay connected with, you know, like I can stay connected with family in Mexico and stuff like that. But, But it also has, you know, a lot of negative things that come with it, you know, like the fact that everybody's on it 24 seven. Mm. And I mean, it's beneficial for what was it? The, some, some sort of app. Oh, that robbers were like Snapchatting their, their loot and cops caught them really quickly because oh, yeah. of that. Or, uh, like the shooting in Vegas, like it literally happened and people were able to, you know, you know, record it and put it out there so people knew what was going on and the cops could, you know, you know, find them. I mean, yeah, it gave away the cops' position, but there was supposedly only one person, so it yeah. shouldn't have been a big deal. But, um, like, it has its benefits. Yeah. But it also has... Well, that come, that's with everything, right? Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of benefits in me drinking a lot of Jameson, <laughs> but there's also still negative things that come with it. Same thing with... uh you know, video games or something, you know, I can use that as a stress relief, but if I play it too often, then they're going to break up with me. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, man, I was going to make a point, but I forgot. But yeah, I get what you're saying. I mean, it, there, it is, you know, oh, that's what I was going to say. <clears throat> like one thing I told, uh, 
that I always tell everyone because yesterday I had a lot of people ask me about the podcast and I told them, you know, it's cool that I really enjoy doing it. And um, I go, the, the main thing I, I like about it is if you think about it, you know, how often, how often do you have a conversation with someone for an hour, two hours, three hours mm. without any cell phone interruption, without any interruption in general? Without the other person, even when you go out with your friend, you can be talking to her and within five to ten minutes of your first initial conversation, one of you is going to check your fucking phone. Yeah. But because I tell you to put your phone on silent as soon as you come in here and as soon as we sit down, that you know, you better hope nothing bad happens because nobody's going to reach you. <laughs> but, um, you know, how often do you get to have a genuine conversation about something other than gossip, you know, have yeah. an actual conversation with someone for one, two, three hours. So it's very, you know, therapeutic in that sense, in in a way, but it also is, um, it's fun because you're, you're experiencing something, you know, every time when, as soon as the headphones come off, I, they always tell me, man, this was fun. And I go, I know, I just want to try to tell you. But, to say that. but it's because, um, you know, how often do you have these conversations with people? Yeah. And because we don't do this anymore that, you know, people, you know, I've had, you know, when people come in and say, I'm excited. But if you think about it, it's just, we're just sitting in a room talking. Yeah. I just have mics in front of me <laughs> and I'm recording it and yeah. I'm posting it. But but other than that, I mean, all we're doing is talking. But there's some excitement to it literally just because talking for more than five minutes at a time is becoming extinct. It's becoming – it's an uncommon thing for you to sit with someone uninterrupted and have a conversation. You don't do that anymore. Even if you're – even if you meet up with a friend to catch up, yeah. you, you know, it's especially if it's like a dick friend, you know, like say – my sister, say Diana, you know, shout out to Diana because she can't put her phone down. You know, she yeah. it's 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 like a tumor in her hand and she can't get rid of it. So, you know, you can be sitting across from her and you're talking to her. And within, you know, probably as soon as the conversation starts, she's already looking down on her phone. Yeah. And I mean, if if if, if you don't see anything wrong with that, that's fine. You know, I'm not saying, you know, everybody has different opinions. And I know I use my phone a lot, but I also know I've cut down on how much I use it. But I still want to cut down on it a lot more. But to me, this helps because yeah. then I at least get this two to three hour period where I don't even look at my phone. I don't even touch it. It's not even, you know, five feet from you. Well, I feel like, too, um, the whole social media aspect and the whole, you know, fact that people are on their phone all the time affects your conversation skills. There, I guarantee that if you went into anywhere and you picked a random chick to talk to there is like a 60 40 chance that she can actually hold a decent conversation same with guys guys are worse a lot of guys cannot hold an intelligent conversation to save their lives it's really disappointing but but they can hold conversations through through facebook messenger and right shit. hey what's up shorty like yeah. i <laughs> i say shorty because i don't know what you're talking about when you say shouty but, they actually say that to you <laughs> I was about to. I was about to say <laughs> nobody uses that anymore, bro. Yes, you must not have gotten that. hit on in a while. People say that, but um, 
Bitch, I just got hit on yesterday. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, nobody uses shorty anymore. But, like, they they can't hold a, an intelligent conversation to save their lives. And it's, it's really disappointing. And it's because of the fact that they don't have to. They only have to get on their phones. They check up on stuff. They hold five-minute conversations here, five-minute conversations there. And it's it's so difficult. Like, and, and I don't even mean just with the opposite sex. Like, there's some girls that I talk to yeah. that I'm like, seriously? Like, how do you get through life? Because you're not... This you're not contributing to this at all. Yeah. Like and and then they could be the ones that invited you out. Yeah. And then you're you're sitting there trying to have a conversation, and you go, "Why did you even invite me? You're on your phone, and we're not talking." Or you have nothing intelligent yeah. to say. Like you, they gossip. Yeah, or, you just came to tell me bullshit about your friend that didn't respond to you in time, or whatever the fuck. It's all gossip. Yeah, it's all gossip, yeah. or it's um, uh oh my god, I saw these shoes, or oh my god, I saw this purse. Or, yeah. or uh, did you see that new eyebrow? Is that like a white girl <laughs> voice? Or white girl voice? <laughs> did yeah. you see that new eyebrow trend? Like, they're wavy. Yeah. You know, or like, it, and I'm just like, that's cool and all, and we can talk about that. I have no problem. But can we move on from that subject? Yeah, after and talk 10 about minutes of that, else? let's go on to something else. Yeah. Like, please tell me why you think the earth is fucking flat. And see, um, I, I had terrible, I have terrible speaking skills. I still do. But I feel with this, because I'm hoping with time I'm able to start doing two two a week instead yeah. of once a week. Um, but I'm hoping with this because I feel a lot of people don't don't think about it in in the sense that conversing is a skill, just like everything. It takes practice. So the more conversation you have, the better you are going to be at having conversations. That's why yeah. I feel so many people because they're always on their phone with their you know face in their phone. That when you do walk up to them, you're like, "Hey, man!" And then you start having a conversation. That they're they're kind of you know like a deer in the headlights, yeah. and they're I don't know what to say. You know, what do I do with my hands? You know, they they get really awkward. Uh. And then you you know you you do see people that they can just slip into conversation, uh, and they'll do really well. For me, if if we have an interesting conversation, I can talk for hours, and it's it's whatever. It for me, it's just more the the beginning of it because i'm anti-social mm. you know when people start talking to me i'm god damn it <laughs> you know but then but it's because you know fuck your small talk like i don't have time for like i don't like small talk i don't want you know the whole how are you i was you know i was good until you started talking to me bro you know <laughs> yeah but when i have you know actual genuine conversations then that i don't mind and that i actually enjoy and i enjoy it more now because i'm doing or actually i'm doing this because i enjoy it so much mm. Um, and eventually, you know, eventually I want to get, you know, well, eventually I want to get a bigger room and then get a bigger table and then get maybe three or four mics. And that way we can actually have like a more of a, you know, a whole conversation, you know, like Vance was telling me, you know, we should get, you know, me and you, and then maybe, uh, like two other girls in here. And then that way we could have, let's say, you know, a debate on, the female and the male perspective on on whether it's you know relationships or sex or hitting on each other or what's acceptable what's not acceptable you know as far as you know should the guy always have to pay for everything you know you know all the time or you know all that kind of shit and i thought that was you know actually i elaborated more on it now that i said it out loud than when me and him talked about it but now that i think about it it's, that would actually be a pretty fun uh thing to do and it would be more fun uh if I could get, well, obviously, I'd probably get Vance, 
but me and him kind of have some of the same perspectives. But what I was going to say is I would kind of want to get two different types of girls, if that makes any sense. Like one conservative and one that's straight hoe. Yeah, basically. Like I want one at the at one end of the ratchet spectrum <laughs> and then one on the other end just so I can, you know, yeah. see what. But then again, I would have to rely on them being honest and this we can't just say that they're going to actually be honest, mm. you know, because some girls can admit to. I mean, I don't think that all girls are hoes necessarily, but I do feel that, I mean, in certain uh, situations, I know of girls, like, I know of girls that are friends of mine mm. that they're not hoes. But for whatever reason, they'll either meet a guy, a certain guy, or a certain girl. And for whatever reason, I don't know. I don't know what it is. Is it X factor? Is it a click? Or I don't know what. But there's, you know, let's bang it out. But when it comes to even everyone after that person or everyone before that person, they don't do that. Yeah. And they don't do it at all. But for whatever reason, that person... That specific person, they she was a hoe for, <laughs> if that makes sense. Nope. She was a hoe for, for that sure. dude, but for in general, yeah, like she's not a hoe. So, I mean, and with some, you know, if a girl's a hoe, most of them aren't gonna be like, yeah, I'm, a, I'm, I'm kind of a whore. <laughs> yeah. I mean, some do, you know. Because they don't care. They have no morals. Yeah, or they'll just be like, I used to back in the day, whatever. You know, I had my college years type shit. Yeah. But most girls like, me? A whore? How dare you? But it's like, bitch, I know for a fact you're a hoe. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh... First-hand experience. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think me, Vance, and... I think even Dietrich had a conversation about that one time. But we're, we won't get into that. <laughs> oh, there's a story I wanted to tell. Because I brought it up to you and because I said I would tell it and because it's super awkward and it's fucking hilarious. Oh, I think I know what you're about. <sighs> I might need my phone. Let me just grab my phone. Just because if it's still on here, it would be a lot easier for me to 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 go through the story. Mm. <sighs> I didn't really tell anybody this. I mean, I never really plan on telling anybody, telling anybody about it at all just because it's so fucking weird. Um, I'm wondering, okay, if you have somebody blocked, do all the messages that you had with that person go away? Um, I think their little emblem goes away, but you should still be able to find them. Like, if you save the messages. Yeah. I'm not, well. Look at all them hoes you're rifling through. Shit. How far back was it? I'm all the way down to 2011 Jesus, right here. Jesus, that's like two a day. Three a day. What are you looking to do? Your glasses. <laughs> all right, let's see. I don't know this motherfucker's name either. It's probably, if it's blocked, it's probably a gray, like, little um picture where the picture's supposed to be. All right, let's see. Um, so while you're looking. Go ahead. I have to, <laughs> I have to tell this little story. It's not a story at all. Um. I just thought it was really funny that uh, at at work, I work at, you know, Torchies, and we have these horrendous, huge shirts that just don't fit me because I'm a smaller person, mm-hmm. very petite. And um, the shirt is made, it's a, it's a men's small, if you can imagine, a Henley that's a men's small. So, like, I tie it in a little knot, and I wear high-waisted pants, 
and it comes, you know, three-quarter length. So my tattoo is completely covered. It literally covers from pant to shirt. There's, like, hardly any. There's You don't see my belly whenever I'm standing up straight. And uh, I walked into the kitchen to get, you know, a taco the other day before our shift started. And um, the kitchen manager, he was joking, obviously, but he walked by and he goes, hey, hey, modesty, got to cover up there because I had a little bitty sliver of skin showing. And uh, he was joking, obviously, so I turned around and I go, yep. I'm a big whore, <laughs> like, because that's so, it's so, so small, stupid. yeah, that I was like, yep, I'll take it, I will take that one, oh, no problem, but, uh, hold on, I might have to unblock that dude, is that you, you son of a bitch, <laughs> <laughs> don't unblock him, because then you can't block him for like six days, and he might hop back in those DMs, shit, <laughs> look, <laughs> I want to wait because I don't want to be on my phone because I don't want to break up like my train of thought. <laughs> but this motherfucking guy. The thing is, it was I know when because it, it was it was on my birthday or the day after my birthday, so I'm trying to, and I know it was, I think it was two years ago. What year was it that I went, we went to uh, Hanky for my birthday? Uh, not this year, but last year. So sixteen. Yeah. Okay. Cause this this year it went to it was a clutch. Okay. And this next year, if I'm still at Bell, it's gonna be at motherfucking Bell. <laughs> we'll see. I don't know, cause yeah, I don't think he's on there. Cause here's May thirtieth, and here's May twenty fifth, and it's not there. Fuck. I guess I'm just gonna have to try to go by memory. But just tell the gist. Well, I mean, I wasn't gonna read through all of them, but I was just kind of gonna. You know. Give people the idea. Yeah. Fuck. Now I'm... The only reason I'm yawning is because it is 2 o'clock in the morning. Because we're night owls. All right. So, my birthday two years ago. Let me set the scene up. (laughs) So, it was my birthday, like, two years ago. And I got a booth at uh, this lounge place. Doesn't matter. Your best friend got so it. we were there and uh I start you know it's my birthday or whatever so I start getting messages from this guy first I'd like to say that I'm not I'm completely fine with whatever you're into if you're gay if you're transgender if you're lesbian if you're bi if you're into you know banging horses like I don't give a shit you do what you want I'll respect you as long as you respect me, I'll respect you. So I just want to say that that this has nothing to do with that. If anything, I was real patient with this motherfucker. <laughs> um, so that being said, so he he starts messaging me. And I don't know how it starts. I clearly already knew the motherfucker was gay. Whatever. I don't have a problem with, you know, some of my closest friends are gay. But um, so he starts hitting me up. And I assume, if I remember correctly, I think he did say he was kind of drunk or some shit. So he starts making small talk, and I was already kind of fucked up too, so I I don't even know why I kept going with it. And you don't know him, right? No, I think he might have gone to school with us, because, I don't know, I think we might have had some mutual friends. I should have probably looked right now, but, um, so, uh, he starts just small talking, whatever. I'm just kind of like half-ass responding to him. 
fuck, I wish I could remember in more detail. But um, but it's probably because I was drunk already. I can't remember. So he he proceeds to you know ask me what I'm doing, where I'm at, all this shit. Um, and then basically he how did he, he basically asked if I'm gonna get any sort of uh sexual favor, I guess you could say, for my birthday. Mm. You know, like head or if I was gonna get laid or head or whatever. And like I said, I kind of knew being a guy, I know where he's going with it. But, you know, I didn't say anything. I didn't get all pissy or nothing. I was just like, nah, dude, uh, I can't remember what I said. I go, nah, I don't have anything planned, but I'm too fucked up anyway. So I'm just going to go on. Blah, blah. So then he proceeds to offer to suck my dick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did he want to give you a rusty trombone? I don't know what he wanted to do, but I just go, I just put an LOL and I go, dude. I go, look, I'm not, I don't swing that way, and, you know, whatever, but nah, I'm good. No thanks. Yeah. And um, so he proceeds to do what all guys do, so he starts begging, and so he starts, you know, it's like, come on, you know, I'll. <laughs> <laughs> Please, go on. He goes, come on, dude. Basically that he'll probably do it better than any chick I've ever had blow me before. Mm. <laughs> So once again, I'm just like, I just, because I guess that's why I kept going with it, because it was genuinely making me laugh, like, out loud as I was reading this dude's shit. Yeah. And I go, this is what women must feel like when guys are like, come on, baby, I lay pipe, yeah, you know? Better I got, than anybody yeah, in your head. I got, you know, I got this big old life. dick, you know? <laughs> got this four and a half inch. <laughs> but, um, so then he was like, uh, he starts telling me how, you know, he'll do a better job than any of the girls I've gotten ahead from. And I was like, I don't know, man. That's a tall order. I've had some pristine, you know, head head in my day. And um, so I once again, I tell him no. And uh, he's like, come for a while, basically for the next, you know, five minutes, he's just begging me. Like, come on, just come over. You know, I'll turn the lights off. You won't even know it's me. Like, this dude just... Jesus. just he really just wanted really wanted me to mouth fuck him <laughs> like he just wanted me to blow a load in his mouth but um so once again you know and, and at this point at first it's funny and then it starts treading into being annoying mm. and then it gets to you you're right you're pissing me off so finally at this point i start getting to like dude look like i don't i don't do this you know i'm not into this shit you know and i start using you know more swear words to emphasize like you're starting to irritate me Mm -hmm. so i go look dude i'm not into this shit you know i i'm not into i'm not gay at all you know i love the pussy (laughs) no but uh, (laughs) um so finally he's like okay okay so supposedly he drops it and then he goes well uh if not me um i'm hanging with this my my a friend of mine and she's uh she wants to like meet you, hook up with you type shit. So he intrigued me. So I was like, "Well, who is she? Because if she's a duff, I ain't about that life." <laughs> and um, so he's like talking her up and blah blah blah. He's like, "I'm gonna send you a picture of her." Mm. And I go, "Okay." And he goes, "He said something to the effect right before he sent it uh, that you're not really gonna be able to see her face or whatever." So he sends me a picture. And I get a picture, and let's say, uh, let's say you're laying in bed. Ba- oh, 
because I think girls do this this type of picture. It's like when you're laying in bed and you you take up a, a selfie, but over your shoulder to like show your your ass and your mm. back and shit. So he sends one like that, but with like the with his legs bent, basically. Uh, so he's sticking his ass up. Yeah. And so he tried to pass us off as this being a girl, and I go, <laughs> bro, and I put. I try to just blow it off again. I put, bro, LMAO. I put, are you fucking kidding me, dude? I go, I know that's fucking you. Why would you send me that shit? And he's like, oh, hello, ha ha. Uh, I thought, you know, I would have got you. I guess that was going to be his wave to try to get back in yeah. by pretending it was a chick. And then if I was like, ooh, she's hot, I'm Jesus. like, oh, it's me, you know? But I'm like, hey, bro, I got a keen eye for that shit. Like, so I'm like, dude, are you fucking kidding me? And at this point, I got mad because. Like I said, I, if you want to be gay, that's fine. And I respect that shit. I don't give a fuck. But don't, you know, I mean, I get, like, I know how fucking women feel now. Getting random dick pics and shit. Like, you feel fucking violated. You yeah. get fucking angry. Don't push that shit on me. I was, man, I would have beat the fuck out of that dude had I, but I knew he probably liked that shit. So I was like, <laughs> I can't even, I can't even fuck you up. Because you, you'll probably like that shit. Uh. No, but, so I was, I just told him, dude. Why are you like? How are you gonna send me this shit? Yeah. So he's like, ah, I thought you thought it was a girl or whatever. And then he proceeded again to beg me. I'm like, look, dude, like I'm done. Like I said, no. And he would not stop bothering me. And then finally, send me his picture of his fucking ass. And I just after that, I was like, you know what? Fuck this, dude. Like, you know, I respected you for you know. I, I gave him like a little thing. Like I respected you know you for being gay. I respect everybody. Whatever they want to do is fine. But when you start doing shit like that, like nah, that's that's a little bit too overboard. So after that, I blocked them. But so basically, while I'm trying to party, you know, getting I'm, I'm getting fucked up. <laughs> yeah. And I was I was already obliterated because I, I remember when we were at Hanky, I was getting fucking just shots handed to me, you know, left and right from everybody buying him. Like, I remember, remember I had like two or three in my hand at one point, And then my dad had to step in and be like, I'll take that one for you. Yeah. And then y'all got like a bottle of champagne and. Yeah. You had a bottle there. And, you and a bottle of Tito's. bottle of the sh- uh, drinks at the bar. And it was fucking yeah. crazy. And I was drinking Maker's 46. Everyone got shitty. Yeah. I got real shitty. I could kick everybody's ass in that building, though. <laughs> but, um, so yeah, I blocked him. And obviously, I never heard from him since then because I fucking blocked him. But, but yeah, I mean, I'm, in, I'm not even saying it just to make a joke. I genuinely know how women feel now when they get random dick pics because apparently, I mean, I don't know, but I assume because I've heard it often that y'all, how many, have you gotten a dick pic? Never. Okay. I was about to bring that up. I was about to be like, I get messages like nonstop in my Facebook, like messenger. Well, not, not nonstop because there's people that I know that get it constantly. Of course, they are more inclined to be putting up, you know, selfies every day and body pictures and per- progress pictures and all that stuff. And I don't really do stuff like that. Yeah. I mostly post like. If it's a face picture, it's because I'm at work or it's of something that I've gotten or, you know, I have my pictures usually kind of tell a story. A lot of these girls get, you know, they post their daily selfie and so they get a lot of DMs. But mine are typically like, hey, can I just tell you that you're so beautiful to try to try to start a conversation. And I have my messages set up to where I don't get any messages unless we're friends. Yeah. Yeah. And then. The other ones I have to go in and approve and like reply before they even see that I read it. But I couldn't even like 
imagine. Like, I have a friend who has, like, put people on blast because they sent her nonstop dick pics. So she reposts them on her Snapchat and tags them in it. She reposts their dick pics? Yeah, she'll, like, screenshot it of what they sent her, and then she'll, like, post it for everyone to see with their name so that, like, people can be like, yeah, so people can be like, because she's like, dude, I don't want this, you know? And, yeah, she is one of the ones that's always taking, like, half-naked pictures, so I get it, you're kind of asking for it, but at the same time, it's unsolicited. So I feel like men should have more respect than to just be like, oh, she she wants to take half-naked pictures, let me send her one, you know? Yeah. But at the, I feel like that's good revenge, you know, for her to yeah. just cheat. She's literally done it a few times, and I, I'm assuming since she stopped that she doesn't get them anymore or she doesn't get as many. But she would – I've seen her post at least two or three where she would screenshot their picture and take their little, like, handle or their Snapchat name or whatever, and she'd be like, look what this person just sent me. Isn't this a shame or whatever, yeah. you know, and have everyone. And she has a lot of people following her. Yeah. So I just don't understand the mentality behind it. I don't get why. I mean, you could have the most beautiful dick on the planet, but I but girls aren't built that way. They're not like us. If because I think that's where they fuck up. Because yeah, if a hot chick send you a picture of her ass or her pussy or her tits or whatever, yeah, guys would immediately be like, "Fuck yeah!" Because that implies this bitch wants to fuck. Yeah, which is what guys imply by them sending you dick pics is that they want to fuck you. But it doesn't work that way. Mm-hmm. Girls don't get like, oh, I'm all wet because I saw a picture of your dick. The only g- way girls get wet with a picture of your dick is if they've already had your dick. Yeah, so and, they know what it's like. Yeah, and then, you know, if your chick's at work and you send her a picture of your dick and you're like, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lay this pipe down <laughs> when you get home, you bitch-ass hoe. Yeah. You know, and she's like, damn, that's what's up. You know, that makes sense. Yeah, but to she... just send a random dick pic without any conversation or... Or <laughs> under any context, you're just like, hey, here my dick. You yeah. know, surprise. You know, it just it doesn't make Bye. sense. Yeah, it's like, it doesn't make sense. You know, it's just, and I, as a guy, when I hear those kind of things, I don't get it. Now, me personally, I've been asked for dick pics. But you've probably fucked to that person. Yeah, or it's leading up to that. Yeah. But, okay, well, see, now that I'm thinking about it, I think that fucking guy asked me for a dick pic, too. And I was like, dude, no. Like, why the fuck would I show you my dick? Yeah. Because he was like, oh, I bet you got a big dick, huh? You're one of those guys that's, like, skinny. <laughs> I was like, dude, like, thank you for noticing. Nah. I was like, you right. No, but I just, it, it doesn't make sense to me as a guy. I don't understand why you would why you would think that would work, for one. Yeah, because, I mean, for men, I get it. Like, it's a visual stimulation. Like, they're just like, holy shit, I could do so much with that. Because that picture puts that thought into their head. And, but for for girls, the only reason, like you said, that someone would ask is if they've already had it. Because when they see it, it, it brings back a memory. Yeah. And that memory is when they're like, oh my god, I want that again. Now, if there's no memory attached to that penis, what the fuck are you sending me that for? Or you, it could also be, you know, because say, um, say you're already talking to the dude. And you're like super attracted to him. And you're like, I'm going to fuck this dude. I just haven't, we just haven't had the opportunity yet. But you're like, I want to see what I'm what I'm dealing with. I wouldn't want to see it. No. No, I'd rather be intimidated in person, so I can't. can't what if like, it's underwhelming though? Then I can just back out of it. Because what if you're like, oh, send me a picture of that dick, and then he he sends you, you know, this little, you know, little exactly, you know, exactly, fun sized Snickers, <laughs> Snickers, and then a little pocket size. Um. Okay. So yeah. So if it's it's small and you see it beforehand, you could be like, yeah, baby, that's great, and then you just never do it. 
That's what I'm. Well, that's why I'm saying the benefits of getting the pre dick pic. Yeah, but it also if it's like ginormous, you're like super intimidated. Like, what the, what the hell am I supposed to do with that? Yeah, but all, there's a lot of thoughts out there that the bigger they to them, it's not. You you're like Little Red Riding Hood. <laughs> it's like this penis is too big. <laughs> Goldilocks. Oh wait, yeah, there you go. <laughs> And then this penis is too small, and then this you want just yeah right. you want the penis is just right as opposed to most hoes they want I want the baby they, bear they want the, they want the papa bear dick you know yeah. <laughs> they want that dude that's slanging that sledgehammer oh my god but I but to me I would rather just wait till in person yeah because that way there there's actually maybe you're right but I feel like that would be offensive. Because if you send me your, a, a picture, a if you send me a picture and then I decide not to go through with it, you're like, okay, something's wrong with me. Versus if mm. we're in person and then I see <laughs> Wait, it, you're like, you don't have a choice. You're already there. <laughs> you're already there. <laughs> no, if I see it, I'm like, oh my God, I hear my phone ring. I'll be right back. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, she had to leave because there was an emergency, not because my dick is small. I would like to know. You know? And if somebody, if somebody listens to this and just <laughs> comment somewhere, I would like to know if there's a girl out there that's ever... Literally backed out of banging a dude because he had an ugly dick. Or a micropenis. Or a micropenis. Well, see, that to me is your fault. If you got a micropenis, you need to let them know. <laughs> yeah. And I don't mean like a joking, like, oh, like your dick is below average. I mean like a legit micropenis. You need to let a bitch know. Or you need to turn She's the lights really off. really disappointed. Yeah. Or you better go look for some, you know. Fake some, chow her. Or some, yeah. Some, some like small women. Some like, uh, some little people. But I just don't get... Like I said, going back to it, I don't, I don't understand the point of it all. I don't, I don't see how they think, and but that goes back to how the guys, a guy's mentality nowadays. I mean, it could be due to porn and stuff like that. It's not about the girl; it's about the dick. Yeah, they're so penis, there's so much penis envy that they need that validation. So they want to send you a picture of their dick to be like, "Look how big it is. Tell me it's big." Tell me it's big, you know. <laughs> Tell me it's big. But um, so they send that, you know. Like I don't, I don't know how many times Jeff, when he used to work at Arrows, we would be out and be like, "That guy came to Arrows, he bought a penis pump." <laughs> that guy's came to Arrows and he bought a penis pump. Yeah. That guy came to Arrows and bought three different penis pumps because the other ones didn't work. Because there's so much penis envy, and I get it, you know. You you don't want to be you don't want to have a tiny penis, but. There's guys that could have a good sized penis that's still not good enough for them. They're like, I gotta have a monstrous, like thirteen inch wanger. That's just goes back to like that. It that just looks bad on your pussy's behalf. Yeah. To me. If you need it that if big. If you need it that big, and I know maybe it could be genetics, you know. Well, but... some girls are like bigger, yeah. taller, you know. So I assume that they're. They got a the wide set vagina, yeah. you know. So they probably have to like stick three tampons at a time up there just to just to get it to soak up everything. But I feel like part of it too could go back to like how we were talking. A lot of stuff comes from you know our heritage and our ancestry. Like back then, people walked around naked. Yeah. So maybe seeing a penis was like part of it. Yeah, like, it wasn't a big deal. It wasn't a big deal. Or, like, that was part of the whole, like, courting a chick thing. Yeah. Or peacocking. You know, yeah. guys put Swing on... your dick around. Swing your dick around. <laughs> <laughs> like, look how big it is. Yeah. Or look how, like, f- beautiful I am. Yeah. You know what I mean? And also, 
I mean, I know that I just am about to contradict myself, but um, a lot of people had like a lot of statues. They have like the average penis size because that was like beautiful. Yeah. Is to just be like average and to be. You like, mean like all the, like the Roman statues where mm-hmm. their dick was kind of like, on the on the really flaccid small side. It was cold and it was flaccid. <laughs> How do you know it was cold? I don't know. Just assume Rome is chilly. Yeah, it might be, but. But I mean, it could come from that too, where you feel the need because, you know, we didn't have social media back then, obviously, so there wasn't that ease of getting that picture out there. Yeah. Um. But, you know, even further back than that, you know, fucking Adam might have been like, he might have walked in front of you and been like, hey, it's swinging. You like yeah. it? You know? <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, yeah. that could have been part of the whole, like, what attracted them. Because just the same way that... Well, maybe he was small. That's why she started fucking around with that snake. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, that's part of why, you know, men... Yeah, a lot of men are attracted to big boobs. But a lot of men are also attracted to big hips because it was a sign of, you know, good childbearing and nurturing and the ability to withstand, you know, the the world, yeah. the the brutality of, the, you know, the hard work that you had to do. And so, like, a lot of men liked that physicality on a woman because they could handle it. And so it still lingers today that guys are like, ooh, I like that. And they don't know why, but that's why. Well, see, that's what I was saying about, uh, like, dicks and porn. You know, porn is given because there's there's not gonna be a porn with a dude with a below average dick. It's always gonna be slightly above average to to you know Monstrous. a monster dick. You know, like Coxzilla or something. I've never seen that. So I don't know what it is. I've never seen it either. Oh. But, uh, that's that sounds like that sounds. I'm sure there's a black dude out there that his porn name is Coxzilla. I guarantee it. Google that shit. I guarantee it. No, but um, but yeah. So all they see. They associate a big dick with all the hot porn stars that they fuck. Yeah. So they associate that. And then it starts, you know, and, and it's true. I mean, you could walk up to random chicks in the street. And if you're like, if you're, if you mean to do with a below, below average, and I don't mean tiny dick, but below average, like, is that a problem? Some of them are going to say, yeah. But when in reality, it probably wouldn't even be a problem. But they just out of, out of, of you know, the way... You know, society's made it to where if you have a small dick, then you're a sorry excuse for a man. Yeah. And that's how they've made it already to where if your dick is small, if you don't know how to slang that dick. <laughs> a lot of them don't know how to work it. That's the other. We'll see. Because to me, that's a bigger issue. Yeah. It's not so much as a dick. <laughs> well, I was going to say that. <laughs> I just thought of that scene in Scary Movie where the white boy is like training. Uh, I've never seen scary he's like, movie. I'm going to hit the bag a little bit. So he's in the he's in the gym and he's hitting the bag, and he gets out the shower and he walks up to his locker and there's a Polaroid sticking out of his his locker, and he takes it out and it's a picture of his dick while he was in the shower and he has a micro penis, <laughs> so and it says something, and then he starts yelling. He's like, "Who did this?" He's like, "A small dick's like a disability, man." <laughs> Would you make fun of a guy in a wheelchair? <laughs> That's fucked up. <laughs> But, uh, fuck, I forgot what I was going to say. Sorry. Um, no, it's okay. Uh, what was I going to say? I don't know. Something about, we were talking about dick, obviously. Oh, and yeah. Not being able that, to work it. That a lot, a lot of times, too, that, you know, guys are like, oh, it's, it's average or below average. But it's, it's about proportion. 
you gotta have a good girth to length ratio. Yeah. Because if it's too long, it don't do shit. It's like a pencil. It's like being stabbed with a pencil eraser. Yes. And then if it's too short and too thick, then it's like, like a, a tuna bottle can. can. Yeah, like a, like a bottle can. A Coke can. I'll say like a tuna can. Like if you got an it's inch, but you got like four inch girth. <laughs> it's proportionally impossible. <laughs> you don't know that? That would be the weirdest looking penis everywhere. Probably. It looks like a button. It would. A button in a fur coat. Yeah, it's a big ass <laughs> button. But yeah, it's it's it has a lot to do with how you work it and the the proportion. Like you can have a a good size penis, and as long as it's proportionately girthy, it's gonna be great. And you can have an average penis, and as long as it's you know proportionate, it's gonna be great. And then you know you gotta know what you're doing with it because if you just kind of like. Well, there's been, there's actually been a lot of, uh, of, you know, polls done and stuff where women have said that if, if the dude's dick is too big, that they don't even like having sex with them because it's just painful the whole time for them. It's not enjoyable for them as opposed to, so it's like, say, say you're dating, you say you're dating Coxzilla and he likes to do it like rough as fuck. Like that's how he gets off. And you as his wife or girlfriend or whatever you want to please him, but you can't take the Coxzilla you he you can't let him drop Thor's hammer on you that hard because it's too it's too fucking you know it's yeah. painful. So they either sit there and don't enjoy it because they have to endure that, or they just can't do it, or, or they try to put it off. For his birthday. So to me, but if you're banging a dude with a medium sized combo, yeah, he y'all can go rough because like you said, it's a good size. It might hurt a little bit more, but not to where you're uncomfortable. It's still like pleasing you. Mm. Or you can do it all sensual and boring and with love and all that bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> all that goddamn stupid shit. <laughs> but um and I mean I'm not I'm not I'm like Don't knock it now, till you try it. <laughs> now I'm now I'm sitting here defending small dicks like <laughs> like I'm not packing. No, I'm just kidding. But um but yeah, you're but, I mean at the same time it does come back to if you even fuck well, you know, because it's just like everything else, you know. If you have the fastest car in the world, but you don't know how to drive it, you're still going to lose the race, you know. Yeah. So it's like if you have the biggest dick in the world, but, you know, you fuck like MacGruber, <laughs> then it's, it's not going to work. Um, I mean, there's a lot to be said about, you know, the happiness that comes with that. The happiness that comes with having good sex. That can make or break something. And you may be able to repair it later and be friends, but it will make or break that, you know, that because yeah. that's a big part of people in general, the human race in general. Big part of it is the sexual part of it. So here's the thing. OK, because how you you said earlier, if a guy sent you a dick pic and he had an ugly dick mm. and you're like, you can say you're like, fuck you, you know, because you don't even know him. It's just a dick pic. Mm. But let's say you go you've gone like three or four or five dates with a guy and you mm. really like him. And you're like. I'm about to let him into Poonville, and he's going to take me to Poundtown. Mm-hmm. But he whips it out, and he it's not a small dick. It's just an ugly dick. When, when, like it has and, a great curvature. Yeah, like, you <laughs> know, yeah. <laughs> or something, you know, like he has a bunch of moles on it, and they're not cute. You know, they're like the kind that, you know, pop out and shit, and, and they're they like look super dark. Yeah. yeah. Or he has like freckles all over his dick. Or he just has, like, a mean bush. See, I don't know if freckles would bother me, and the bush thing can be fixed. <laughs> True. So. What if he wasn't cut? Little turtle. When's the last time you had a non-cut dick? 
Have you ever had a non-cut dick? My very first boyfriend. You had a non-cut dick? Yeah. I understand that cutting cutting a dick is pointless. There's really no need for it. It's just but but in my defense i didn't know until like you know recently that it was because i never saw it flaccid because mm. i was so i was young you know yeah, was yeah. my first boyfriend so so you it, would only see it when y'all fucked <laughs> yeah, yeah basically like we didn't live together or anything yeah, like that yeah. so i would only see it then and um so i i didn't know the difference well back to the, the question so if yeah. he whipped it out and he just had an ugly dick i don't know why Maybe let's say he had he like he had an extremely stupidly vascular dick where there was just veins all over it and just, it was just an ugly penis all around. It looked, it looked like it was like, like discolored. It looked like it was ripped off and thrown across the parking lot and then no reattached. Dog yeah, <laughs> and a cat a cat ran up a tree with it. Like, it was just an ugly dick. Like, uh, um, like it looked. This dick went through hard times in life. This this was the black person of dicks. Like oh, it just had a hard time. That's fucked up. That's so fucked up. <laughs> um, um, okay, so how far into the relationship are like? No, third I'm, date? I'm saying like, yeah, fourth, fifth date. So that would be what? Let's say I think two and a week. So you, you he just... would have to be a like a six figure, very attractive <laughs> man. Very, very attractive, very sweet. Like that I know that that he'd never leave me. <laughs> <laughs> like I am like. The fucking queen to him. Yeah. In order for, because to me that's I don't know. But you don't think because you like him that you could see past the ugliness of his dick? <laughs> Not that early on. Oh. Now if now let's say that we had, you know, we're friends and then we decided to take it further and, you know, get to know each other better or whatever, and we so we'd known each other for a while. And then I was like, dude, I really like this person. Like I can't see myself with anybody else. And then we decided to have sex. Maybe with the lights off. <laughs> I don't know. I just feel like it would take something out of it for me. What if you made him, like, just throw a condom on? Or let's say this. I think you would fuck him. But I think you just wouldn't maybe go down on him. Yeah, I, like, I don't want to see it in my face. Yeah. Or just think about it, like, mouth-fucking you. It's gross. <laughs> it could be a disease. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I don't. It's hard to say. It's very hard to say because obviously I'm not that shallow. So in that actual situation, well, you just send the motherfucker <laughs> to make six <laughs> figures just to fuck you <laughs> if he has an ugly dick. Man, you you're not shallow at all, bro. <laughs> Theoretically, um, but I feel like I would have to be because in the situation there would actually be feelings. Right now, I'm just thinking about it logically, and logically, no. Logically, no. Yeah. But if if I had feelings for this person and I was like I really like him, then I don't think that it would matter so much. You're right. I probably wouldn't let it in or around my face. But as far as like you know, if I could look at his face while we're doing it, then that's what matters, yeah. right? The person. I mean, people have arranged marriages all the time, and they don't arrange them by the size of their dick. Yeah. Or how. Yeah, nice but most countries look. where they arrange marriages, I mean, they probably don't have big penises because isn't it mainly like asian people no it's the uh it's the indians like um like pakistan's do indians slang big dick i don't know that's one of those that's never been talked about because asians were always known as a small dick but i don't know i don't know if if middle eastern people are 
Or... I think they're pretty average. Yeah. I've You're never just guessing. No, just guessing. Yeah, no, 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 no evidence of this. You're just yeah. like, I think they're an average race. <laughs> I think it's average. Um, well, a lot of them are on the taller side. So if we went proportionate wise, they would be on the, the higher end of the average spectrum. But I mean, I've I've also heard of the dudes that are tall or whatever, and just because they're a certain size doesn't mean they have a certain size dick. Not always, but I'm pretty sure most of the time. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's proportionate to your body. Like, like you could be tall, but if you're skinny as fuck, you're gonna have a long skinny penis. Cause it's 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 muscle. So it how your muscle is is how it's going to be. Well, I don't know, cause I mean, so if if, you if, have... if I started lifting weights. You know. I'm not saying it's going to get bigger. I'm just saying <laughs> if your muscle, if the, the structure of your muscle is good muscle, it has the potential to be big. Yeah. Like if you can build muscle, you're probably going to have a pretty decent sized dick. At least girth wise. You're getting into, into some real, I'm real dick, scientific dick science right now. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure a lot of it's inaccurate. And then your height would uh, like to me depend like, you know, the length. But a lot of Asians are short. So a lot of them are shorter. A lot of Hispanics are short, so like a lot of them, you know. Yeah, and and like if you see uh, uh, like clothing size for for Asians, like in China and stuff, their their medium is like our small. Yeah, and our small is their. No wait, our medium is their large. Yeah. Okay. Our yeah. small mm-hmm. is their medium, and our extra small is their small. Yeah. Plus, and then they have extra small. They're 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 like I said, their muscle structure. They're just built differently, like everybody is. So I feel like that's what it. I feel like that's what it depends on. Mm-hmm. Well, of course, I think about things too much, so <laughs> that's probably why. But I don't know. Would you not sleep with a chick if she sent you a picture of her pussy and it was like ugly, like had flaps hanging out everywhere? <sighs> and I'm not saying like normal flaps because I just learned that. That most, most women have, have yeah. uh, what are have they called? The uh, external labia. Yeah. Is long, elongated. But, like, let's say they were, like, ham was sticking out of there. Don't, don't most girls have that? But a lot of the, like, in porn, like, the new thing is to get the... Yeah, they get it clipped. Uh, clip them off. Mm-hmm. But I'm just saying, like, let's say that you... You mean, like, the kind that is so big that it's, like, a little cock? Yeah, and it's, like, yeah. hanging out, and they got to fold it up and put it in. <laughs> Like let's say she's she's like straight up since she like uh like, So what do you mean? Like if she's riding me, I could use it as a blanket? Like that big? Yeah, like that big. <laughs> Tuck up underneath there. <laughs> Snuggle in that bitch. A little chilly. Um No, I'm pretty shallow. I mean pussy's pussy. So you're you're not shallow. Or or yeah, no, yeah, I'm not, I don't give a fuck. I said that wrong, sorry. But yeah, I mean Do you think you would like fold it out of the way when you went down on her? Or do you think you would just avoid going down on her in general? Well, I think you kinda always have to fold it out of the way no matter what. Tuck it you outwards. Kinda, you kinda either do the, the, the traditional underneath the legs and pull. Uh-huh. Or or this is the more traditional actually. Yeah. The the, the pizza one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think that you would probably have to get the the little clips and clip it on each side. And then when you did this number, like pull it back. You mean like the nipple clips? Yeah, and then just pull the flaps. Back. <laughs> you know, like put your arms around her legs and just grab the chains from this and pull back. That's a pretty good idea. <laughs> if I ever meet this fictional bitch. <laughs> you gotta try it out. Hey, bitch. Don't ask why, but I was already prepared and I got these clamps. <laughs> nah, but I'm, I'm, I've always been um, 
I've always never really cared for the look of it. If I had to tap into my shallow self, I think the only things that bother me, well, for no, honestly, well, to me, this is not shallow, but if the smell, I was, I knew you were gonna say it. If the smell, and I feel bad saying it because I know some of them can't control. You can't control what your body puts yeah. out. But if the smell was bad, like God awful, like too intense to where she was like, "Why do you always wear a scuba diver mask?" Yeah. Holy fuck. Like, <laughs> like fogging up yeah. the heat. <laughs> yeah. If I'm like about to pass out because I have to keep holding my breath, that's more of an issue to me than what it actually looks like. Mm. Because to me, well, that's a rational thing to be like, like I'm not gonna say upset about, but to fuck with you mm. is because. I mean, if it's bad enough, like if it's bad enough to where it can make you gag, like you don't want to be sitting there dry heaving while you're banging your chick. Yeah. Like that's just not cool. But, but I mean, other than that, I I really wouldn't give a shit what it looked like. Um, I mean, maybe if they have had like a a 70s bush, that might be a problem. But my next one was what if she had like a really hairy butt, like a dude butt? Cause see, I've I've gone with girls with hairy butts, but it's yeah. never been, but not never never a dude butt. Like dude esque, no, 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 that. But I feel if their butt was that hairy, you would see it everywhere else. Like their yeah. arms would be hairy, and they would kind of like you would see the the lighter skin above their lip where you can tell that they shaved their stash. Like tinted. Yeah, and then um, their eyebrows. You can you can see the the lighter skin around their eyebrows because they have to pluck them so often because they're like super thick. Yeah. I feel like it would be one of those girls, but um. That might, if you have man ass like that, that might be a problem too. But I'll cross that bridge when I get to it. You know what man ass comes with? Swamp ass. Swamp ass and dingleberry. Oh, so gross. Ew, what if she had a dingleberry when you went down there? I would flick it off. <laughs> I would flick it off and hopefully it doesn't land in her hair. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. You'd have to watch where that went, though, because what if you step on it later? Like a piece of chocolate on my foot. Well, hopefully I'd be at her place where (laughs) I could just be like... (laughs) Bye. Yeah. I'd just back out. Back out slowly. Anyways. (laughs) Well, that was an interesting last hour. We still got time. Um, I was about to say something. Way to fuck that up. Your dingleberry thing threw me <laughs> off. <laughs> That's a legit concern of like. Oh, uh, one thing I've had happen to me that was weird is um, I went out. I've actually had this happen with two different girls, and it wasn't so much weird as in as in gross. Actually, I'm gonna say three girls. I don't remember, but I'm not gonna say it was weird as in gross. It was just weird, and I, at, especially the first time it happened, I didn't know how to deal with it. Uh. But uh, like I said, it's not a big deal. But basically, uh, in the midst of getting it going, I found a little piece of toilet paper mm-hmm. lodged <laughs> within the crevices. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I just didn't know what to do. So I'm sitting there. You like hit it out with your tongue? Hell no. <laughs> What I did, okay, cause okay, so I had a I had a like abort, you know, abort mission and, and go to Plan B, 
because I had to like devise a plan. I go, okay, so do I try to get it out of there? Because if I start pinching at her, at her vag, <laughs> she's gonna feel me pinching at her vag. She's gonna be like, what the fuck are you doing, bro? Yeah. And so I go, I, I'm gonna have one to maybe two, two pinches to get it out of there before she starts suspecting something. <laughs> and then obviously, plan B of that would be maybe to like scratch it out. But then that would, you know, that would be after one scratch, it would be suspicious. Yeah. Because the clit's like three inches to the right. So I'm like nowhere in, in, <laughs> in, right in, in town. Yeah. So that's the only reason it threw me off because I just, I didn't know how to go about it. Mm-hmm. But luckily, uh, I was able, like, my reflexes were on point. So I was able to, like, just... You're the reflexes of a cat. I was able to pinch that hole out real quick. But that's that's probably the, the only weird thing that's ever happened to me. See, this is why I would... I find it strange in how I don't understand how girls go around and fuck different guys all the time. Because we don't give a fuck. No, I get oh, that. Oh, you mean in the girls' The girls' aspect? perspective. Because to me, I don't know, like, one, I guess I get overly self-conscious. And two, it's like, why would I want some new, like, new person doing that, you know? Like, you mean, like, a different person every other week doing it? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I just won't, I don't, I think I'll just never understand, like, the comfortability that girls have to just be like, ah. I'm just gonna fuck this guy, and then I'm just gonna fuck this guy, and then oh look at that one too, like fucking Oprah, you get a fuck, and you get a fuck, yeah. you get a fuck. <laughs> everybody gets a fuck, yeah, yeah. you know. I just I'll I'll never understand that. So it's it's, and I'm also the type of person that like if it's our first time sleeping together, I'm making sure shit's pristine. Yeah. Like there ain't no toilet paper. Like that shit's not happening. Yeah. That happens like later on, you know, when we've been dating for you know seven or eight years and I'm like oh shit I just peed and there's probably a little bit of toilet paper you know something weird like that but yeah. that's more of a comfortability factor like other than that like if a girl I, I mean I guess I get if y'all were already out and she like went to the restroom but that to me is just um just sloppiness well I don't know if it was because we came back to my place but I don't know if it was I can't I mean I was already fucked up so I can't remember if she used the restroom beforehand at my place or if she used it before we left wherever we were. Mm. Now, if she left from before wherever we were, it was more than likely a bar, which more than likely has, like, shit toilet paper. So I could kind of see, you know, but, but I don't have shitty toilet Like, I got I, my toilet paper's on point. Mm-hmm. I got that angel soft. I don't fuck around. Triple ply. So to me, it shouldn't be tearing. So, <laughs> so to me, it shouldn't be tearing like that, yeah. you know? It. I don't know. Unless, also, unless she vigorously, like, wipes. That's what I was going to say. It, like, you have to vigorously wipe to get it in a crevice. If you wipe like a normal person, it's just well, the outside. Well, it was, like, in the in the, the, the things that come, like, in the, it wasn't, like, inside her fucking bag. No, I'm talking about or, in between, like, the labia. Yeah, yeah, all that kind of shit. And the outside yeah. skin or whatever. You still have to wipe pretty vigorously. It was, like, on the northwest quadrant. quadrant. Like. <laughs> Too much info, thanks. Yeah, it was, like. Like, if I'm looking at it, and this is it, it was, like, right there. And this is, like, where you want to be, and then this is where you want the other place you want to be. Yeah. And it was up here. And I just didn't know how to, like, get it out. I guess, like I said, it goes back to where I'm, like, if it's my first time, I'm making sure it's pristine. Yeah. I'm taking white bees in my purse. Like, it's going to be. And see, I'm, 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 I'm very considerate, I guess you could say, in the sense that 
the other reason that I kind of panicked and didn't know what to do is I go, well, I can't tell her because if I, I it's not a big deal to me. I don't find it embarrassing. I'm not like, oh, my God, you sick bitch. Mm. But I know how self-conscious girls can be. So I knew if I tell her, she's going to feel awkward yeah. or she's going to, you know, overreact or overthink it. And so that's the other reason that I was like, well, I have to get it out of there without her knowing. Mm. Because I'm courteous like that, and I give a fuck. I never talked to her after that, but <laughs> <laughs> but I, you know, I just, you know, I didn't want to make her feel like shit. Yeah, that, think... that's afterwards. <laughs> after everything's said and done. Yeah, after she leaves disappointed. Um, the other thing I was gonna say too is that um, surprisingly, a lot of guys, a lot of guys are more primitive than women, anyways. So a lot of them don't really care. But a lot of them don't, like, that would not phase them. Yeah. Like, to them, it's just, like, another bodily, oh, bodily functions, you know. And, um, like, I guess, uh, you know, I've had friends that they'll sleep with a dude and the dude's like, oh, you know, it's it's fine. That doesn't bother me. And that girl's like, no, 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 it, like, it bothers me. Yeah, she's me. still in, almost in and tears and shit. Yeah, and he's like, dude, just, just chill out. Like, it's fine. Yeah. Your bodily functions don't bother me. And women overthink that more than men do, you know? And, you know, like you, like you're just going to, you know, flick it off and not worry about it. Yeah. Whereas if you would have told her, she would have been thinking about that the entire, you know, 30 seconds that y'all had sex. Yeah. That would have been a long 30 <laughs> seconds for her. And it would have been an extremely 30 seconds for me. <laughs> extremely short, man. But you know what I mean? Like, it's it stays on our minds because women overthink things anyways. Yeah. But, and, you know, that's something that you can't help, but... That is how it is. That's why I'm like, if I do, if I was to, you know, date someone and then I decide to finally have it, like, I'm making sure everything's perfect. Because if not, I know I'm going to be thinking about it the entire time. Yeah. And it's going to ruin it. I mean, I agree with you. Uh, like, the girls that just, just slang their pussy everywhere. Just like. Those are your favorite women. <laughs> they're not my favorite, but I mean, if they're, you know, sometimes. You're out of options. <laughs> for, I surely appreciate yeah, it. You're out of options for the night, and you're just like, you know what? She bought me breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> she brought me food afterwards. <laughs> nah, but yeah, I don't get that. I mean, I guess that's a double standard because guys can sling their dick wherever they want, but it, when, when it comes to girls, you know, I don't know. I guess maybe it's the it's like a the 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 way I would rationalize that thought is. You know, it's just so stupid. It's a stupid way of rationalizing it. But let's say it's like a house. So, me, I'm a plumber, and I go from house to house, you know, fixing, you know, laying pipe, whatever. But a girl, it's like, this is your house, and you just keep letting plumber after plumber after plumber after plumber come inside your house. So he's leaving his tread marks all over the ground and leaving dirt all over your house. And there's just like an insane amount of guys that have been inside your house. As opposed to me where I just go into other people's houses. I don't let them in my house. Well, I don't let anybody in my house. That's weird because I'm a dude. But you get what I'm trying to say? Like, I don't know if that makes I get, sense I get what you're saying. It's like the master lock and the master key. You know, yeah. it, you need a master key, you know, but... A master lock does you no good because it can be opened by any key. But, I mean, 
the only way that I can rationalize that is um, by saying that, you know, like, it is a it is different because girls, you have to actually let them in. Yeah. And it's it's a little bit more intimate, I guess, for, for women. But it's still, I feel like, there's still, like, similarities, too. Like, you can be too much of a hoe well, as it's far like as a dude. In, it's like in Clerks where, uh, where she tells him she sucked 37 dicks. Hmm. And he's like, you told me you only have sex with three people. And she was like, I did only have sex with three people. And she was, he was like, but you suck 37 dicks. Yeah. And, and she goes, well, that's not sex. It's just sucking dick. And she goes, I only suck dick with guys I date. And I only have sex with, with guys that I love or I'm in a relationship with. Which I guess there's some sort of rationality to that. But at the same time, to me, I don't know. Would, would, would you get more offended if you hear your girlfriend got caught having sex in a car with some random dude? Or would you find it more offensive if you heard your girl got caught sucking someone's dick? I think sucking someone's dick. Because yeah. your mouth, like, I mean, I get it. Like, your vagina is still, like, very sacred or whatever. Yeah. And I'm not saying that, like, in a weird way. But, uh, like, your mouth, like, you kiss your mother with that mouth. You know, yeah. you're going to kiss me with that mouth. I don't know where that dick's been. Yeah. And it's like me. Like, I've given. My mama better not be listening. Um, <laughs> that like I've given less head than like I feel like that's a little bit more. Um, you keep you keep it classy. I yeah like <laughs> I just don't do, I don't do that with just anybody. Yeah, and not saying that I just have sex with anybody either, but it's it's even less than the amount of people yeah. that I've had sex with because to me, one I don't want your penis in my face if it's gross, and two. I don't want to be like, yeah, I've had every dick in the world inside my mouth. Like, and, and the thing is, too, um, there's a, I mean, because not everybody uses condoms, but there's a, more than likely, well, I can only speak for myself, I'm always going to use a condom. And most girls are good about being like, you got a condom, but when it comes to sucking dick, nobody ever asks me or nobody has ever brought up to put on a condom while they go down on you. And they should. It, they should. They definitely should, nah. <laughs> but um, but you see what I'm saying. So yeah. if you're if you get mouth fucked, and he and he just says, you know what, I don't even want to fuck you. I just want to blow a load in your mouth, but I'm not even gonna tell you because you're fucked up and you won't know the difference. And they fuck you in the mouth, they blow a load in your mouth, and like, yeah, I I can see you, you know. And if say y'all were gonna fuck, and he's like, well, you gotta put a condom on. At least, I mean, you're still getting fucked by him, but at least he's not like blowing a load in your mouth. Yeah, and. and I don't know, but you're right. I get it too. I kind of, I kind of see it that way too. Um, I don't know. It's hard to say. In a way, I kind of agree. Like, yeah, it's worse if if you you know if she's sucking some dude's dick than getting fucked by some dude. I don't know. I should ask her. But um. But yeah, it's just it's one of those dilemmas. Yeah. What's worse, sucking a dick, or getting fucked, or both? I guess both would be worse. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like uh, I don't feel as bad saying that I've slept with a certain amount of people than being like, yeah, I've, you know, sucked 37 dicks, for example, which I have not. But (laughs) but you know what I mean? Like, that's a lot of penises in your mouth. Yeah, that's a lot of dick. Yeah. And and who knows how many, you know, especially if she's one of those. Because, I mean, let's be honest. If you're older than 18... 
Well, if, actually, you shouldn't even be having sex if you're younger than 18. <laughs> Let's say 20, just so I don't, like, get any, like, shit. If you're older than 20, if you're not swallowing, then you might as well just be a teenager. <laughs> I think, I can't remember who, me and a group of people had a conversation about this. And it's like, actually, I do remember. And the girl, she's an idiot. And then we were having a conversation when she goes, she says somebody asked her, you know, you spit or swallow. She said she didn't even know that that she had an option. <laughs> so she just been swallowing those. <laughs> like it's nobody's business. Oh my god. And she was like, I thought that's what you were supposed to like, you know, like when you hear, Oh, you suck the dick, this is how you're supposed to do it. And she yeah. goes, Well, I thought that swallowing the load came with the territory. I thought that was part of the, the dick sucking process, you I know. I mean she watched a lot of porn. <laughs> I mean she a hoe. But um but yeah, so yeah, if you're older than twenty and you're not swallowing loads, then that's probably why they didn't call you back. <laughs> <laughs> so it's important, ladies. So it's important to just suck a couple dicks and not just go around just sucking like all the just dicks. just sucking all the dicks that you can find. Like I want that dick and that dick and that dick, and I want them all Oprah. right here. Yeah, <laughs> over with the dicks. I want them in, in or around my mouth. Um, I mean, if you want, you know, you do what you want. If you like that kind of thing, go for it. But I've also had the girls that are like, brag, uh, suck a dick. Like, okay. And they do it. And I'm like, no, you don't. Or you probably shouldn't. That's like dudes that are like, oh, I lay the pipe. And yeah, you're, you're right. Like, Ugh, it's terrible. Get off me. Yeah, because I've said that to girls and I completely fulfilled that. And then <laughs> I've said that to girls and I was completely underwhelming. <laughs> it just, it just, happened. like, it just depends on the mood and the vibe. And sometimes it just depends on how much alcohol you've had. Because I'm just like, oh, fuck. <laughs> this isn't going how I saw yeah. it going in my head. <laughs> yeah, this is not working out. I totally had it. Uh, I mean, some people's chemistry just doesn't mix. Yeah. Because I've, I've had sex with girls and I've pulled every t- trick out of my arsenal. Like, I was just, I was, I was just out of things. Yeah. And I just couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't hit the button. But I mean, it's just, it's just, yeah, it's just some girls I just, you know. But then again, vice versa, too. I've had girls and I'm like. I need to end this ASAP. Like, I can't do this. Like, this bitch is driving... Like, I'm more irritated than anything by the manner of which she's having sex. <laughs> Go, bitch. Just pissing me off. You're just, like, upsetting me now. <laughs> I thought you were a hoe. Like, it didn't take me much to get in your pants, so I expect... Because with a hoe, you expect them to know what they're doing. You expect them to have, you know... They have good work ethic, yeah. you know? <laughs> yeah. They worked up to this, you know? They should know what they're doing. Yeah. So when you finally do it, and then they don't deliver, you're just kind of sitting there like, God damn, bitch. I spent $40 on alcohol on you tonight. Oh, this <laughs> bitch. You're just mashing it. Yeah. You're just mashing it now. But yeah. Anyways, on that note, <laughs> we should wrap this up. All right. So, congrats for being on my podcast. Thanks for having me. <laughs>